No, you're fine. Yeah, this lo-fi lit with Theo. He wants to talk about getting banned from Twitter. Actually, I didn't say shit, dude. Like, freaking... The, the platform is just become, like, snuff videos and, like, fight videos and race baiting. And they got mad at me because I said, to the front of the line of the guillotine. And Someone must have reported you. Yeah, I think honestly, and I've been I've been thinking about it. I think it was fucking either uh, Mike Crumps or Dean Kissick who who reported me, or honestly, it could have been Drill. If you if you know who Drill is, some uh, Twitter person. Yeah, some like some like that's a really, lame. That's like, a like like that's a lame comment. Just like front of the guillotine, like that someone would like be offended by that. I didn't even know it broke the rules, dude. And then I was looking at the rules. Uh, you can't even say things like i'm glad that happened if someone got uh hurt like they they'll say they'll say that they'll ban you for that a permanent ban like i had uh they you had got permanently also, banned yeah it's a permanent suspension like i was suspended permanently so you can't come back never and Whoa. and appealing, uh, I've appealed four or five times, and it just um, it just auto rejects my appeal like instantly. Whoa, because that's like because like Twitter for people that don't know, Twitter was like your thing. Like you're pretty good at that, and people were starting to like how you would like manipulate and subvert like what you're supposed to be doing on Twitter. Like you're kind of yeah. like mocking the rules and shit. Yeah, I got like a hundred followers in the last month, and. Uh, I also took, lost them though. But well, the, you took the on the blue check thing, and then you started doing stuff that like that other people just weren't doing. Yeah, because actually, the way it works, what I realized is, um, first you get the blue check, and they start to boost your posts, and then when you get monetized, they do a double booster of your posts, and oh. so like, so the people that are monetized are the top replies of everything and also like the top of your feed and like you show up on people's for you pages uh and so that's why i really wanted to do that and so people like just so i could try and like post poems just on like i, I started just replying to pop viral videos with poems and i see like uh, people doing what you were doing where you would like you would go to like weren't you going to, like chat gbt and you're taking like automated like responses and then posting them on twitter i see like people doing that now because you were doing it yeah i uh and i wasn't the first to do it actually i was like seeing like like really cool chat gpt stuff being posted and a lot of only fans uh uh content creators if you want to call them that they uh they were actually really good at at gaming the system i think that was like my first inspiration to start doing it when I saw OnlyFans girls uh, replying to things with really, actually, really uh, sometimes uh, like funny content. Uh, How much money were you making or monetized for? I made sixteen dollars and like seventy something cents or something like that in 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 one month. And now they've suspended me after that was from like. Did you get paid? Huh? Yeah. They. I actually. I haven't even checked if I got it. But uh, they said they sent it. I gave them my bank information. So wow. I, I think they sent it like directly. Um, so like you can't like create a new, even if you create a new account though, you still have to do all that work to like. Yeah, I know. I don't even like, 
dude that, that took me 10 years to get like three thousand three thirty. i didn't know it was permanent i thought it'd be like for a month or something no this is not this is a big deal this is like forever gone and that's like i've been talking to people apparently i know some people who know someone uh who knows elon musk so uh i'm trying i'm trying to get to that because i think i don't know what else to do I, I used to know people who worked for Twitter, but uh, they have like, like what, like a few dozen people now or like a couple dozen or something. So I don't know who they are. I bet you they like live in the Twitter offices or something. And yet they still, it's just still just auto replies, all appeals. Like what, am, what keyword am I supposed to put in the appeal uh, to get it to not auto reply? I have no idea. It might just be a robot. Yeah, but uh it's basically been uh terrible for me i do think it's dean kissick uh because i called him out for having a fake british accent he's like the uh editor for uh spike 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 lee or something like that and it's like oh. spike uh no uh is it spike is that the what they're spike called jones spike Ma i know i was thinking spike jones i said spike magazine i guess it's oh. like a some mag i thought it was like a tv show or like a, a chat a tv channel but i guess it's also a magazine that he's like uh is does something for them but he i always saw him around and he would talk in like this phony british accent and everyone was like talking about how fake it sounds so well, i was now just they're saying you're gonna have to pay for twitter so everyone's gonna like not be on twitter anymore because they're not going to pay for twitter yeah i actually i've been thinking about that because like it basically is even though it's been like it's been dead for a while it's like a second death of twitter where like now it's like it's really just all spam and like yeah. like and like it's not only spam but it's like censored spam so you can't spam about anything that like and it calls it elon says it's like for free speech and he's even tweeted in the past he's tweeted uh like oh if you don't like something just scroll past it and they banned me permanently for using the word guillotine when and by the way this is also another thing so yeah they're like you can't endorse even anything like removing housing from people or uh transportation or things that are like necessities to life you can't support doing that to people i was replying to a video of a guy who said minimum wage should go up to 50 percent so that workers would feel like they're uh grateful to their bosses again to return to that era of oh, being yeah. grateful to have a boss and so and and this is this this they literally my for you page is was all just people getting shot point blank in the head on cctv footage and and uh out of all the things that i posted i literally don't even remember tweeting this because like place, i would that place is just like a trash fucking site now yeah and there's no like, like there's no good alternative i think people are just like gonna i don't know get off the internet in a way it, it, it's uh it's really like like they they like they, there's blue there's blue sky but like i don't know why they don't just take like what twitter was in 2011 or 2013 to make that is, shit is that how you pronounce it blue sky i assume blue ski yeah, i, I thought know. it was blue ski yeah but i i got an i got an invite link to it i should have maybe joined back then but i'm not gonna know. fucking go anywhere else i'm just gonna 
get off Twitter, I guess. Yeah, but it's funny, like, he calls it free speech, and uh, really it's just, like, just whatever advertisers like. So it's really the advertisers now decide what content you put. So, like, everything has to have, and advertisers only like things like commercials, which are wholesome and an entire family can enjoy. Otherwise, it's not good marketing, you know? Uh, so, like, anything that actually stands out or anything that's, like, political, that's not going to have a place at all. Like, your post, even if they don't ban you, like, you... And actually, all the political accounts, the people that actually are just posting about politics 24-7, they are the most centrist. The ones that get boosted are the most centrist, like moderate, mm-hmm. where they never say anything. Like they're they'll, but they do like uphold the status quo. And they're like, they're like, oh, we don't know if Joe Biden is really that bad. Everyone's saying Joe Biden is like like old, but look at all this good stuff he's done. And it's like, uh, but didn't you get donated the blue check? Yeah, and but yeah, that's why I think you should get uh, a blue check. Is you know, it's not that oh. much. It's like I don't want I, a blue check. No. Dude, I I literally. Have... I think I think Lucy should get one for like Shabby Dolls or for like people that are like promoting books. Uh, get a blue check. It's honestly worth it because you just get. Otherwise, you actually are like the slush pile. Like your stuff won't get seen. But if you're just using Twitter and you, as a diary, then yeah, maybe it's like not worth it. But, but if I don't, you actually want to pay, I just don't want to pay for anything. Like, how did who donated you the blue check? Like, how does that even work? How do you uh, donate? I'll donate. To uh, he was just Venmoing me uh, per month. Well, I only actually had it for a month, so I only got. Uh, but for uh, I promised him a copy of uh, a chapbook, and so he like. And did you make Venmo'd money from your chapbooks that you promoted? Did I get money? I make, uh, did. You make money, I guess. Did I make money from the chapbooks? Well, so I've been printing out like this one. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, this is the one I've been printing out, uh, and I've just been doing it uh, like by myself for free, uh, and charging the same amount I did for my first book that I did, which I actually paid to have someone publish, uh, and people don't care if it's like actually like. And honestly, it's the exact same quality. Uh, like, I think they did the same thing, but probably with a robot. Like, actually, this one was better because this one I like, I saddle stitched it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, which is the other one was just stapled. So, but well, I think people, I don't more... know if the stapling is better really, but you know, I definitely, it definitely feels more like I'm a craftsman with these little things. And also, I feel it, it feels uh, like I'm way more like, uh, DIY. like a sus thing to be like yo i got some paper i printed out i'll sell to you for like a, a, an exorbitant price <laughs> but did, it like, did it boost your sales you think to get the blue check and start promoting it i don't actually i don't know i have no i i couldn't say i don't think actually uh online promoting uh would help me in real life at all if anything it would make it harder and like so i actually like, don't so then, like, don't get a blue check if you're promoting your book? You should if it's, like, you can buy it online. But I've never sold anything online. I, I just don't know how. Oh, okay. Yeah. What would you, what site would you make if you could, like, make a site? Like a <laughs> could make a site? website? Like, any website? Would you just, like, make Twitter again? Like, what it was, like, five years ago? If I could make a social media? Uh, <laughs> um... 9-11 michael jackson Ooh, 
Yeah, it would probably just be honestly. Yeah, I would make a site that's like that. Where back in the old age of internet, if you remember, people just made a site, and it was just like you didn't care like what it direct like what was what content was on it. As long as like it was cool content, you could have like like what was like a good one like uh, Space Jam. Oh, Space Jam was cool. Yeah. yeah, but I was even thinking like Albino Black Sheep is like one example. That was really popular, at least when I was growing up. And this was back when like websites only spread through word of mouth. And so like people were like, go to albinoblacksheep.com. And it would just be flash animations or funny pictures. Ebombs World is like the yeah. same thing. And Ebombs World was actually so cool. That was like, and everyone got on him for he was like, they were like, you're stealing content. And it's like, did you was just up like was just retweeting things and like just yeah. sharing things he saw like that was kind of awesome it was like uh, it's just like curated and now the drudge report which is like it was one of the most viewed websites apparently that's literally just a dude who posts links to news articles that i don't know if it's still just him or if they've like sold out but it used to just be his curation of news links and stuff and that's still one of the top like news websites like like i think on the internet do you want to read a poem from your chat book since we're here and you have it in front of you? Uh, yeah. Wait, I don't even know. Well, these weren't are like, like a lot of like test copies. Weren't you like manically writing it? Uh, this one is an old one. This one I wrote uh, five years ago, oh. and and but I got like this. Uh, I have a new chat book that's almost finished actually that I'm really excited about. Um, and I don't know how I'm going to put that one out actually, actually, and this one just got accepted to be, uh, I was giving these out at a party and I got accept and there I got, I gave it to someone who, uh, wants to publish it. Hopefully, uh, actually I think, uh, inshallah it does happen. Like, so this, this will actually get a republishing, uh, very soon, uh, inshallah for sure. Uh, and so, and that will be like a real, I think the cover is going to change though. Even though I, I made this bad boy like a long time ago. This little cool. horse picture. Trauma yeah. Metro. Yeah, the title's a little weird now that I think back on it. Uh, so if you wrote it, it five years ago, why didn't you put it out five years ago? Um, first, I was trying to make it longer. And uh, well, after I considered it done, it got uh, accepted for uh, a place that I was my dream place to be published. But, Where? Uh, uh, it was fucking um, Shabby Dollhouse. <laughs> uh, Tyrant. Um, oh, really? So, yeah. So I was gonna because wow. I first gave, gave this to them for their workshop as a as a uh, to submit to apply to their workshop, and Gian uh, liked it enough and like met up with me and uh, you met Gian. That's like, cool. Yeah, he was really cool. I, I I met him like uh, like maybe like half a dozen times. Um, he and... yeah, in like 2013, he was gonna speak. I invited him to like speak to uh like undergrads like through like that at that time it would have been Skype, but then the camera wasn't working. But then like there was one night we ended up like texting each other all night. He was just, like a cool dude. Yeah, I actually couldn't even believe it how cool he was. And this is like yeah, he came, he like when like came to me when he like when he like came. And like we met up and to talk, I was super bad place. So having him like 
I was actually almost thinking of just like stopping writing because like I was just like not like I thought maybe I was just like done with it or something. And then why? What happened? When, uh, I hadn't written in a long time. Uh, this was like after I finished this, I didn't write for a long time and I was really poor and like just not inspired. And I was doing other things like like graffiti um that i was and that was getting me actually popular at uh at parties where people could be and like my friend would be like oh he, he does this tag and then everyone would be like oh i've seen that that's crazy i know i've seen your stuff and meanwhile i'd spend like so much longer working on poetry and not like maybe even a dozen people would like even know about it so well i think uh, sometimes you just like, gotta take you gotta take breaks from writing yeah but after he talked to me, he was just like, I, he, he said he didn't know how to publish something like that short or something, I guess, like in terms of physical uh, and process. And I was just like, okay, I'll try and make it longer. And I spent uh, probably like two years trying to write more. Um, though I can't remember what happened to that writing. Or maybe, how long was uh, this before he passed away? um when did this happen i think it was in 2017 when we first okay. like met up in person at least um and i sent him a really insane like uh dm to like to like send him the the thing and like <laughs> both for the workshop and like then personally i forgot what the but i even i was actually on a that was in a very bad bender time for me also i was really into like magic at the time so i was doing like satanic crap that was like that's awesome. that i regret yeah but Can you do a magic uh, trick <laughs> not that kind but if i had a quarter i could or a deck of cards do you remember when, like gabby bass was like hexing mm. people uh i think i do actually that's badass i follow her on patreon She's like goddess Earth now. Yeah, actually, I read, I read, I read with them uh, recently for like a Drake, like a Drake uh, inspired poetry reading. It was actually awesome. It was so cool. Actually, I got and they gave me uh, shout out to Gotham NYC. They gave me like three, like a ton of free stuff. A ton like of what? cool, like weed. There was like a weed store that was done at. Oh. So I got like really good weed. Uh, I got. Like a ton of like a few magazines. I got a like a sixty-five dollar candle. I mean, like I don't know if that's how much it costs to make, but that's what they were. That's what it was marked as. So that's a sixty-five dollar candle to me. Uh, was the Goddess Earth's uh, poetry real good? Was it like? Um, let me think. At the reading, you mean? Yeah. Uh, they were drake inspired pieces you know i never remember most things that are said at readings uh the, there was like two fan fictions about drake where like drake has gay sex one oh, no. one was more one was more uh unconsentful than the other and that actually we ended up well i but you know that's all that's all water so did you get into uh Gian's, uh workshop were you gonna like go to italy yeah i couldn't afford it dude it cost yeah, like, a lot it was like yeah it cost a lot of money and uh i tried to figure it out uh but i was unemployed and uh i just like couldn't make enough to go so i was like sorry i can't come and they're like we understand <laughs> so if people if people want to buy your chat book like what do they do now like 
email you? Um, yeah, Mimi. I've just decided Mimi in person. You know, but I do owe it. To but what if people aren't like in New York? I've let a couple people send me money if they're listening. I'm sorry. I'll try. I just don't like. I I I lost my ID in the mail. I just kind of I'm triggered by the post office and and the USPS at the moment. Why? So like, hmm? why? Why are you dismayed by them? That I lost my uh, ID. Oh, did they lose it? Oh yeah, yeah. They like uh, that's like. I lost my social security card and my uh, immigrate my immigrate my my green card. Uh, oh, and that's not why that, you get a job. Yeah, because the new this, the city of New York. I tried getting a state ID, or uh, and they said we can't. We don't know if you're a U.S. citizen. And yeah, and I was like, I have my social security number, and they're like, that doesn't even mean anything to us. Really? And that's I was awesome. like, I have like years of bank statements and my, and my tax returns that say i've been fucking working and paying taxes here for and like, like what, what more i can't get an id uh but it's like how do these other jobs hire me? so like, how'd you get so how'd you get one back how'd you get like an id and shit um i was able because what happened was i have apparently my only piece of id that's american is my passport and I had I had that for like 15 years, um, oh. and it was tearing. It was being torn up, uh, just in my pocket and stuff, because uh, I carried it everywhere with me. I lost it once at a cemetery, uh, and I found it. Uh, that was cool. Um, but they, uh, but when I uh, when I sent, uh, they said they couldn't like because they said they couldn't um, take it anymore i can't i can't renew it i have to get a new passport because they can't renew something that's torn up like that and um then then they fucking um so that was a process where i basically had to beg them to be like just use this as proof that i'm a citizen so and eventually i got one but then i had to wait like four months like three months oh shit How's the job going? How's the teaching assistant job going? It's cool. I mean, uh, it's preschoolers. So, um, like, changing diapers. Um, I'm cleaning snot from their noses. Um, I'm breaking up fights. Um, I'm trying to see why they're uh, breaking down uncontrollably and crying. What, how are you I, doing I mean, at fights? This was day you know? one. So that was like, I, were, I just worked there today. Oh, your first day was today. Yeah, I had to wake up at eight thirty, so I got like a like three hours of sleep. Um, what, what was the fight about? The fight at the preschool. Yeah, what were they fighting over? Um, the the they were seesawing, and uh, one person sat in between them to try to try and get in on this on the motion uh thing. And I, uh, the in re, in re, in response, they took their hands and like squeeze like squeeze their face, uh, uh, like to a cre like it was like it looked it looked painful. And then uh, like and then we were like, whoa! But like then it's like thirty seconds later, they're like hugging each other and like playing. It's actually amazing uh, during nap time, which is like two hours long. Uh, and you have to legally, you have to walk around and make sure they're breathing so they don't get a sudden infant death, death syndrome. Oh, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. 
uh, which you know uh, some people I won't get into I won't get into SIDS, uh, but there's there's debate about SIDS, but uh, or does Helen not believe in SIDS? Man, I mean, yeah, many people. Well, they find it. I mean, the the diagnosis is is just interesting, uh, mm. but uh, but anyway, during nap time. It was actually it was actually kind of beautiful. I like was just like watching them sleep, and uh, it was like it was it brought it brought it, it made me a little bit teary, made me brought a little tear to the eye, because they were. Uh, I was just thinking about being like me being a child and stuff, you know. It's kind of crazy, and they're very much similar to. Adult. I, I was actually thinking financially, uh, they we I'm true equals with them in financial status. I have probably just as much money as they do uh and like i literally got like freaking oh dude i got so pissed because i like was told they would reimburse me for getting a physical which they had a they 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 gave me two vaccines to get this job and uh freaking uh they uh told me they would reimburse me it's like 300 dollars, and it was the Whoa. last of my money uh and i actually had to ask like my brother to give me like some money and then like the person was like oh you were told they would reimburse you i didn't hear anything about that i'll figure it out and i told her i was like it's the last of my money so uh and she was like and it was my break so she was like well did you bring any food uh and i was like oh no and i was like and she was like well there's places around you can go get food and i was fun? like okay and i'm like and but freaky she was like yeah i'll let you know but like this has like been the case for uh for months now and let's see does it say there how much i make it says no that's my credit score but it said before it's like you've spent like four dollars this month <laughs> it's about the same as my account yeah yeah it's uh but you know it's been cool people have been asking me to pet sit for them so that's been my supply of food and also there's like some uh in this office uh, there's like some ramen and stuff so i sometimes like go for that um and you know on the the, the dude i actually at the at that gotham uh reading dude i also got a nice ass meal at the end of it it was like probably it was the first time i've eaten in a restaurant in a long time dang dude uh, yeah, because they fired my ass for freaking eating an edible before work. And like, I was like mumbling. I feel like a lot of people would do that. Multiple people at the same job. One person, at my, one of my coworkers at the time, ate an edible on a busy, busy weekend night and vomited and passed out on, in the, on the floor, like the front of the place. And uh, didn't, no, no consequence so they're probably friends uh, with the boss or something yeah man but i thought i was friends with the boss too bro but you know the freaking he was french or something you know oh yeah i know french people but yeah i'm sorry i'm a little tired but uh what else uh were we talking about what um, do you want to read a thing from your yeah. book this is the one i've been reading uh readings um how often do you get invited? Huh? You get invited to a lot of readings because I yeah invited you. Um. Well, there's a lot that happen here. Actually, I think in Philly there's more readings that happen in Philly than in New York at the moment. Uh, Did you find a place to live after your apartment got raided? 
uh, I got a place. I was subletting for a little, and now I'm living with my friend who's like on like a national tour right now, and they're cool bands. So that's cool. Oh, that's uh, cool. So you yeah, got connections. Like, yeah. Well, I met that. I met them through uh, through a dating app, but then but and uh, and but you know, yeah, I guess I'm pretty well connected. I don't know. I mean, in terms of, the, of uh, you know, uh, in terms of being able to get free food. I like can't believe I barely had to steal anything uh, while being this poor, and I'm trying. I'm trying to cut back on like, on like sins and things like that. So, like, uh, and I mean, I also just won't even go into stores anymore because I hate. I hate Whole Foods. Like the only places I'll steal from, I hate them so much that I just like can't even stand to go inside them. Uh, How do you steal? Do you just like put it in your pocket and walk out? yeah i'll go i go for all sorts like i'll just like walk uh usually i used to when i used to steal a lot i would just like go in and check it out how it how it like like what the vibe was and then like from there base it off that like i'll just like check the doors and see if there's door people which now there's so many door people at every at, at, especially retail and mm -hmm. retail is my favorite place to take from back i remember i stole one time with like like 600 bucks worth of clothes uh back wow. when i was taking a lot of benzos and i i didn't even remember it like i got um i took like two bars before uh going into work and like i couldn't even function and the boss was like trying to like just have a conversation with me and i couldn't like keep track and so wow. i lied and said like a, a family member died and like said i had to go home and my last memory was walking out and being like i feel chilly and uh like going into an american apparel to uh uh get a jacket and then like my next memory is like making it home like and now it's like my, i left at like 9 a.m <laughs> and uh or like left my job at 9 a.m and then like uh freaking got to home like it was it was it was nighttime it was really night and then like my girlfriend at the time was like where have you been? And I had like trash bags of clothes from like from American Apparel, uh, Urban Outfitters, and like those are the only two I remember. But uh, and then I and that was like the only memory. And I remember I fell asleep like the second I got home. And then I when I woke up, she was like, I, like she she like Googled all the pieces of clothing I think I had stolen shoes. I had Did shoes you sell these. Uh, no, I kept them all because they were really, I needed clothes. So oh, I just cool. like wore them. And I still have the jacket somewhere, but it has like a little small bleach stain on it. So I retired it and I don't really like the style anymore. Uh, but it was from American Apparel. It was like a $200 jacket. Uh, Will you not wear like, something if there's bleach on it? This one, it just kind of ruined it. I usually don't care. Like now I really don't dress like in any manner. This is like a nice shirt because it was my first day at work. But I like... I, I like having nice jackets. I have this jacket. And I like windbreakers a lot. Oh, nice. This is a jacket. I got this thing at like, when I was like traveling around once, I just was going to, uh, uh, you can see this. When I was just traveling around, I was making, I was going to thrift shops and I got this for like 10 bucks or something and oh, i like cool. i like jackets like this and i'll usually just not care what i'm wearing underneath and put a nice jacket on and then call it a day but then in, when it's hot i'll just like 
wear sweatpants and uh, I used to I used to like wearing tank tops, but now I got hairy. I got a hairy like back. My back's starting to get hairy, and I don't like I don't like I won't ever shave it, so I don't wear tank tops really that much anymore. But <laughs> mm. it, what what's that? Why why is that a problem? It's just like a lot of hair. Like I don't need to bother the shirt or people it pokes through or something. No, I just don't like showing people seeing that I got like a oh, because the like, the tank top hangs low, on okay. shoulders and back and stuff like. So that's you just like a big lot. beard. Um, I it, it's not really. It's actually like the least fast growing of like hair on my body. Like not in uh in terms of like over as I am getting older, the beard is growing like thicker. But uh, it's kind of crazy that like. Even up until like like now, it's still pretty patchy, or it doesn't grow thick. It's like long or something. I don't know. I'll let you read. I don't, I don't really think about like I can't. I, I don't trim in any real manner. It's really hairy. <laughs> but um. But yeah, I, that's why, you know, I'm trying to, uh, you know, I wanted to do the podcast just because, you know, I'm still trying to promote this book. <laughs> uh, and if people are interested and they live in the city, I will print them out one. And so you're not going to send one to me? If you come visit, I'd be happy. I'll make There's you... no way. I have no money, dude. There's no way I can go to New York. It's where, uh, I wonder, how much is a bus ticket? I live in Oklahoma. That's like, it's a lot of money. Probably like sixty bucks, bucks, right? Sixty. It's more like five hundred or something. Five hundred for a bus ticket? Uh, it's actually, I'm seeing two forty one. That's, that's a lot, lot still. That's still kind of a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's two forty back. So that's like four hundred. Okay, wait, no, let me see if that's actually, uh, let me see if it's round way. If that's round, then that's, I mean, still fucked up. That's like, for a bus, honestly, a plane could be fast. It could be the same price. I don't have money for planes. If it, Why can't if you, send it, through, you can't send something through a mail? I can't. The, my, my you really stressed is, out when I asked that. You're like, yeah, I mean, it's because I've told people I'll mail them stuff because I, in my head, it sounds easy. But then when it comes to putting it in the envelope and writing it, I think it's just executive dysfunction or something because, like, it, like, it's grueling. I'll, like, literally, like, I just getting the stamps and I get it. Like, if I went there, they would just put the stamps on it. And if I went there, I could, they would give me the packaging. But I, I don't know. I just haven't been able to do it. I was once uh, for the OMG of the day thing. I did it one time and I had a I had a someone do it for me. Uh, Should you I charge sent, like, extra for mail to make you get up off your butt and do it? Charge like $10 or $20 more. Well, that would just cover shipping, wouldn't it? I mean, if you're doing media mail, it's like, yeah, I think that covers it. But like most, how much money most... would motivate you? I don't think it's a not I'm already motivated. I just can't like there's certain things I have trouble doing. Like that's another thing why like why I only had one ID for for like 15 years. So it's just like to actually do it and go in and like get 
a, a non-driver's license ID. I just like. I think Carmen has, like, has that problem. I've been inside DMVs too, like with friends who were doing it, but like I could have done it, I guess, at the same time, but I just couldn't. Yeah, I've never mailed anything to anyone, so I don't know what that process is like. Yeah, no, see, that's the, and I, so I'll say to people, I'll mail it to them because I'll be like, that sounds easy. And then I realize, like, I've just learned through experience and it's a little disappointing to find out that I, I suffer or like that I'm like, I can't do it. But there's certain things. And like, then I'm like, I if I try hard enough, like, well, you know, that's really a, a cool that's thing. An about thing. Yeah, maybe it's an AD, 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 ADHD. Yeah. They, but, you know, but it's cool. Like, Islam's helping me a little bit in actually being able to do things I never thought I could do like that. How? Well, like to to you have to like do things like um, like uh, cleaning yourself like uh, before prayer. Uh, what is that? Huh? Like wiping your butt? Um. Well, the butt the butt sh- your your genital should be just clean in general. Like, uh, but like it's you do you do wipe your genitals if you've ejaculated. Uh, then you have to do a full like it's called gusul, I think it's pronounced, where you do a, a like a whole body clean. Uh, but then uh, wudu is just when you do your hands and your face and your uh, arms and your feet. Do they assume and, your ejaculate's not clean because it came from the inside of your body? Um, well, it's not the ejaculate. The ejaculate is considered pure, uh, clean. Like you can pray uh, with. Uh, to some extent, uh, like there's a hadith where, uh, uh, where I like uh, by Aisha, I think originally where uh, she would clean the sperm off uh, uh, Muhammad, peace be upon him's uh, like thing after sex, but uh, she would just have to with her finger wipe it off, and so it so uh, scholars see that as meaning that since you, all you have to do is rub it off you it's it's considered pure uh and not something in clean like if there i think that there was like actually because you're not allowed to like pray with actually impure clothing which would be like i think like stuff like fecal matter and stuff like that or something oh. like, how'd you get into this um my friend osama he uh he sent me a friend request accidentally on facebook like five years ago and i added him into all the group chats as a joke uh and he just stayed in the group chats which i never expected and so we've just like been friends he's like uh he's really cool i think he's working in uh qatar right now uh and he and he's studying cybersecurity. and i well we and... still like helped you do stuff he, yeah, I think having the discipline because it's like the only religion where there's like actual discipline involved, and like and things like uh, and things where you abstain from like because like no other like uh, maybe in super like strict like uh, like but I mean in America and stuff you never see people actually like prohibiting themselves from certain things and really this, it's the it's not even like uh, like 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 the porn or the drugs or stuff that impressed me. It was like things like you're, uh, if there's three people in a conversation, two people shouldn't speak uh, like with the exemption of like that one person. 
like you should you shouldn't like exclude someone from a conversation like your group conversation if there's an odd number but if there's an even number and two and two groups can speak like to each other then it's okay but like things like that like kind of blew my mind but what do you mean the drugs and the porn i mean well i just mean that like all like religions like don't like that so like that didn't like that's not crazy even though like uh, and I, and it's funny, it's like things like the hijab and stuff. It's like, you see all this in all other religions too, uh, like people wearing head coverings, but like the, it's somehow associated with like a weird thing that Islam does, but it's like, it's just crazy. Like the weird, like perspective people have is like, or we have, and I did, or I still do to some extent. What you do you know? mean you still have? I mean, I just know that like, I grew up like post nine eleven, So like like of course but you're cool with it now i've always been cool with it but i've so huh. i've thought of it as of something strange and foreign and and uh and it's a quote from muhammad where he says like like this religion started uh foreign or strange to people and uh eventually it's going to return uh to being something foreign and strange and like you kind of see that now where like they're actual like like you they don't even believe in interest and like you can't function in uh the global market or anymore without interest being part of it which is crazy that russia now is trying to start an islamic market uh place where like interest and stuff can't isn't allowed but like muslim like through like super uh like like uh like like muslims that actually like really care about that like they can't even buy a house in america until they each save up the full amount of the house and like pay it in cash uh like right up front like even be having a mortgage with interest in it like you is like not allowed and i think that's like awesome that's so why I'm did really you cool. choose like that religion compared to other religions like judaism uh, or christianity um because i was having a uh, going through a pretty a rough time about like two three years ago and was being and like um was getting like mistreated to an extent and uh how so well i thought that like i was just in a really bad relationship i thought that people and like some there was like there came a point where like i felt like i had no friends or close friends or anything because of uh being like um like kind of uh segregated from them uh like uh intentionally in this relationship so like i was in a really dark place where uh i didn't know how to get out of it really and then uh i started honestly it's kind of crazy like this is why it's like it's so many people a lot of my friends will ask like um for like a compelling like um cognitive uh, not like intellectual reason why i chose it over another or something like that often where they're like convince me that like what convinced you or something but it was really just like a total experience like no i don't think i could have been because i already was like familiar like and i've been wanting to be spiritual um, I, or like I've always been curious in spirituality and never really understanding it and trying to understand it intellectually and always being like this is just silly stuff that doesn't make any sense and it's like it's or it's outdated and stuff like that and um, but 
this was like, and I didn't even know it at the time, but this was like one or two uh, at that moment of this night, but it was like two days before Ramadan, one day before Ramadan. And um, I like, and I went into uh, Sajud in, in prostration, like down on my knees with my head on the floor uh, and just begging God kind of to, uh, for anything like, and it's also crazy. I didn't know that's really like a, a dua where uh, it's like a like sort of a repeated prayer where they ask like uh, like my lord I'm in need of whatever good you can give me and I, and I was saying that at the time and um, to myself and um, and with like basically instantly like my life like changed like first like out of nowhere and I'm talking like one day like out of nowhere my perspective on my situation like changed i i got out of that relationship like easily without like even me having to i mean i did i i like said it but it was like it just came to me as like as if i didn't have to actually like try what well, was impossible for me to break up with this fucking person uh for like months where i just like because at the time i thought i couldn't really give up on them uh and uh or, or I, and I felt that I, if i gave up on them my like my own values of what i thought were important uh would have to be like i'd have to go away from that and i didn't have to actually go away from that and brought me closer breaking up with them to those values somehow i don't know it's like and then um and like I like made a promise to god i was like when i found out ramadan was the next day right after this uh this uh this person uh there was a person that like asked for my number and i like or i uh i someone gave me their number or asked them to give me their number for me and i uh was like if this person texts me i'll i'll fast for the month of ramadan and the person texted back or texted me first or whatever. And uh, so I was like, all right, I'm gonna, up. and along with the breakup, I was like, I just thought it was so crazy. So I fasted the whole month of Ramadan, which is no food or water for, for, for daytime hours. And, um, and also uh, no being impolite and things like that. No, uh, and, um, and it's, it's, they say that like, uh, that it was just so like there was no effort in actually doing it and this like wasn't even like um when i say no effort like i don't know it was just like this wasn't even like a manic moment or anything like that i wasn't experiencing any sort of mania at, at this time because like now it's like especially two years after i would like know it if that was like some sort of manic episode it was just like i was like things were happening to me and my like state of mind like it was like, but it was like, it was truly like, just uh, like when you realize that and see, the thing is I believed in magic already because I had experienced that where I would see like, uh, like I would experience like inexplicable things like, uh, like uh, what's it called? I forgot the, the scientific term, but basically being able to predict the future. I'd have small moments of like that. And everyone's kind of had that synchronicity. Um, and you know intention thing and like, like what do you mean can you like give an example 
A pro- uh, yeah, like one time I was walking home and um, while I was walking there, I was like, oh, wait, I don't have my keys, do I? And then I check and I don't have my keys. And then I'm like, let me see if the door's unlocked or unlocked. And I knew it was locked, but I checked and it was locked. But then right after I was like, usually I'd be like frustrated a little bit, but this time I was just like, it's no big deal. I, I know my roommate's going to come home uh, like, like right now. And I knew nothing about my roommate or his schedule. I like barely lived there. Like I only there like once, like a month or something. And uh, then like literally uh, I sit down and on the stoop and like, I look to my right and I'm like, his car is about to pull up. And like, like then this like car slowly starts driving up and it's like his Uber and like he gets out and it's him. And like, none of this was shocking to me. None of it was like blowing my mind. It just felt like, it felt like you're just like, like I was like riding a wave and I just like knew what was happening. And he said to me, uh, the first thing he says was, Theo, that's so weird. I'm usually never like coming home this late <laughs> or something like that. Or mm-hmm. and I just like went huh, weird, like just like <laughs> that. I was like that it was actually kind of weird that I was feeling it. So I've had things like that. I've had that's things cool. where like sometimes it feels more like you're manifesting it too. Maybe that's what that is really. It's just actually you're manifesting the events instead of predicting it. But like I've had things which feel more like manifestation. Uh, and so that made me believe, start to believe in magic. And I would do these ridiculous little rituals that probably brought up demons and uh, a jinn gen, a is what they're called in Islam, which are like, just like, and you know, they're not all bad beings, but like they, they're like, they have free will like humans, but uh, they're, they are uh, slightly uh, bitter uh, towards us to some extent, but like they, they live their own lives. They have their own families and stuff uh but i'm just sure and some are actually particularly bad there's like certain clans and groups of them they're like actually like more more bad but um and so sometimes it's like they are taking advantage of you in these rituals and other times you're you're capable of fooling them and like that's the only way magic actually works um so like um, but in these moments of like synchronicity and stuff like that, where you're not like your intentions aren't to summon something and things uh, like, then that's just like that's just like cause magic is like magic is ultimately something God created. So like mm-hmm. it's gonna it it works for his like use and stuff. Like most things, like there's a great Rumi poem that's like god has created sets like these rules and most things op like just work based on these rules that are already set but god has the ability whenever he wants to like intercede and put in his own choices and that's when you actually experience like miracles and things like that uh when it's a, a direct like uh yeah intercession from god or something but i forgot what the original point was Oh, uh, yeah, so I went into, and yeah, Ramadan was awesome. I like, like, Ramadan really is the most blessed month. Uh, It's actually the coolest thing in the world that, like, out of, like, every 10, 11 months, there's, like, one month that is so holy that that all the demons and jinn are chained up, and all the doors to heaven are opened up, and all your good deeds, everything that you do that's good, its rewards are multiplied 
and uh, all your bad deeds, it's actually uh, hard, like you're not incentivized to do them during that month, like, or at least much less. Like you might still be, like, it's not like that month you're not gonna do the bad habits you have, but you're not gonna like be prone to like start a new bad habit just like out of nowhere that month, you know? So it's a good thing you found Islam. Be really, really oh, yeah, it's like the best, dude. It's like the coolest thing. I really like. I I, I love talking about it too because there's rewards in really just talking about the religion, uh, and the rewards you get are both in the afterlife and in this world too. Like, uh, and like you've seen, I there was like I was watching an interview and this dude was like, "You're never gonna win a fight against a, a Muslim fighter." like like all like the like all the like fighters that are muslim like all they do first off all they do really is train and pray and like that's it like they'll never do they'll never go partying or drinking that alone is probably why they win most of the time in a logical sense but the other sense is that they're when when you do things in this for the sake of allah uh you get uh like you get so much huge reward so and that's like another cool thing like if you do a good deed, it doesn't matter if you get a thank you, if the person appreciates it. Uh, if you do it, if you do that good deed solely to make God happy and not even if you want to do it, like if you do something, you will like so you it incentivizes you to be good, even when your own personal like like desire isn't like interested, like to do it because you still get that the reward stays the same. Like so instead of like magic where your intentions or whatever that whatever selfish thing that you want. Uh, if your intention for whatever you do is to please God, you are immediately rewarded in this world and then like afterwards too. So it really is like kind of like the thought process behind it is honestly like amazing too. And it's like it's it's like it brings it points. It's like it boils down religion to like a science. That's the thing. It's like everything you read uh, that Muhammad did none of it is wrong it's not like he's ever going to encourage you to do something that doesn't bring you closer to god and like how like what are the odds that someone that's like like from muhammad's background and i'm not saying he like he was he was probably aware of other abrahamic religions he like and like probably well versed in them to some extent but not to the extent that you find in the quran it's like this stuff like some of the stuff like some of the references took like even years to understand that he mm -hmm. made so like it's like what are the like that's like that's that's that to me is the logical reason that i like still find it like so compelling it's like there's what are the chances that someone like someone like muhammad becomes the greatest like like spiritual advisor for the for the whole world where everything he tells you to do like works like totally correct in like how you how it feels you know what i find interesting is like so gabby bass who changed from god to goddess earth i think like she talks about this shit like on her patreon not the islam stuff just like manifesting and all that crap mm -hmm. well because it's totally real like it's like it's it's crazy that it's real and then like once that once you realize that i think anyone goes from being agnostic or atheist and being like more of a believer of something yeah. uh, because it's like and then you and then and then and then it's like science starts to feel like way more outdated <clears throat> because well, it's like it's cool you, to see like the trajectory of like writers and like starting out in like the early 20s and then they like hit something in their life and then they find something and that keeps them going 
and it brings back them into like a creative process. Yeah, I do think that I, yeah, you know, yeah, like I'm happy if that's like a thing. Like sometimes I feel like it's cool to be like still in my 20s and like care a lot about like having uh, like faith um, or trying to or actually like putting in effort to do it. Like, because like I was always curious about it, but I thought I was more interested in it in the like doing shrooms way or like exploring your mind and like, mm -hmm. uh, like, and like thinking is like, is that somehow related to my spirit? And it's like, no, like not really. Like there's something about shrooms and like DMT that like speak to certain things about our like capabilities of experience, but more so like maybe like it opens up pathways for like, you know, demons and stuff like that. So like there is some like, and alcohol does it too. That's why they call them spirits uh, in like uh, originally and like they, they and I forgot what culture, but I think I forgot what culture exactly, but it's like when you drink alcohol, it just opens your body up for spirits to enter. Um, and it was, was also like, was your girlfriend like emotionally like abusing you or like keeping you from other people in your friends or something? Uh, they were basically like just all like everything you could think uh, was like bad about them. Like really abusive. Uh, mostly, well, the worst part was really like the lying uh, about me to other people uh, and like I didn't know about that like to the extent that it was happening um, but like but what made so what made that isolating was like just like how uh, I didn't know about it or something you know because then like if my friends were my friends then like they would probably like you would like go and like talk to me or something about it yeah. at the time. I lost like a bunch of, I lost like a few I've gotten I've gotten like I've reconnected with a few but like oh that's fucked up yeah and but like now I'm way more like now I just like and Islam even mentions it you know there's in this world you're not really meant to like um you're not going to be satisfied with like or, or content with like any sort of relationship in this world uh like that's not what this world was like created for. Like you get those types of relationships like in the afterlife, but you like this world is like, in this world, people are this, like designed to disappoint you or not even designed, but like people just are like it, based on like who we are and free will and things like you're going to be disappointed by people. Uh, like humans are just like, humans are like just uh, by nature ungrateful and, um, and like and then like this quick is, to be judgmental you know this is saying my internet is unstable do you want to read a something real fast before oh uh, yeah yeah i'm down how long have you been talking i didn't mean to talk but thank you stuff. for like opening up and like being vulnerable and talking about all this shit because it's probably not easy to talk about all the time yeah i mean it's like i'm way more over it i just like i almost just don't want to talk about it because like like this terrible person feed off the mention it's cool to have like more context to like who you are and like the things you do yeah this is a, this was way more uh this was way more uh sincere than i meant for it to be but you brought up you brought you made me you let me talk about islam and i'm always excited to do that sincerely i've actually been reading uh, the quran at uh at all my readings i always try and read one chapter of it and one time i accidentally picked the wrong chapter and it was way too long and i didn't know <laughs> if it was okay to stop midway <laughs> uh 
Uh, so I felt bad about that. I was like, damn, I'm really letting, letting these people get a, a big thing of the Quran. And really like, and you know, it's what's honestly, the Quran is one of the greatest books like of all time. I think I, I have one in the office. Well, it's cool that like you're getting a positive thing from it and like you're excited about it. Yeah. You know what's sort of screwed up is I'm also trying to swear less. Uh, not that if you're like, if you're into Christianity and like doing this with the Bible, I would get like really annoyed at you right now. But like, since it's like another religion, that's not like slammed down my throat my entire life. So it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's actually, I think that's also why, cause I like grew up or I like not really grew up, but like in 20, 2012, like the internet was becoming so radicalized, uh, like, and people were just sharing political memes now. And those were being like literally like Sonic the Hedgehog being like kill capitalists or something. And so like I grew up and still like my friends are all like 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 spread their opinions like you know um, on the internet that way. And so I was like, if I'm gonna be getting like this like you know political things all the time, why can't I like spread like my political cause? You know. Uh, so like I feel like it's kind of like an even playing field for that. But yeah, what screwed up is I like totally stole this Quran from this uh, from McNally Jackson, because. Uh, but at least I you're not was... like trying to control other people, and you're telling them what they can and can't do. Like you're just, it's having a positive impact on you and your life. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah, it's actually it's interesting. Like, it's interesting for sure. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, let me read this thing. Oh yeah, no, actually, the, oh yeah, that's what I was talking about. The Quran is so like to really understand the Quran and like uh, like you can't just read the this the chapter. You would have to read like a, like a background history of why that revelation was actually revealed. Because like like uh, Muhammad like would get these like revelations from God based on like interactions he was having like so each like it would be like for a specific instance that god would come and talk about the specific thing and like it's like when you even hear the story it's like it makes so much sense that the last prophet is because <clears throat> jesus is like considered like jesus is like a superhero in terms of like his powers he's considered he's like even even islam considers him one of the most like powerful prophets and at the end time when uh, judgment day happens uh jesus is going to come back he's going to be the one that actually fights the antichrist and like ultimately wins or something but uh like because he's the most powerful but it's going to be like muhammad i forgot what muhammad does i think it's like oh there's so many like hadiths there's actually the cool stories are are like the are, are when or when it talks about what's going to happen at the end of the world because it's actually how long did like, it take you to read like the quran I still haven't read because I, I still haven't read the whole thing because like I'll just like whenever I see like a surah like mentioned I'll see if I've read it yet and then read it because it's not in like chronological order so like you read it like every day yeah I try to read it like every day there's like That's a hadith cool. that says to try and read at least one verse like even one verse a day is like good you know like and it keeps you like with a positive yeah. mindset hmm and it keeps you in a positive mindset to go out and do stuff, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, sometimes at least you have something, you know. It keeps me disciplined for sure, uh, more so than I've ever been. Which still, it's not that like I still am not like the greatest person. I don't, like I can't. I have trouble praying five times a day. Uh, but You're like, doing your best. I'll, hmm. 
you're doing your best like it's yeah yeah and and god is the most forgiving and actually there's a there's a a, a duo that's like god is the most forgiving and that he loves to forgive like which is the opposite of what it is for humans humans hate forgiving people and it's actually really hard work for us but like god it's actually the opposite where like he where he like loves doing it it's like when you sin and you go back to him and repent uh which really in islam that just means you say i'm sorry i did it and i'll try not uh, i'll try not to do it again but if you if you don't have any intention of trying not to do it then it doesn't count as a true repentance but uh, why is the book time, not why is the book not in chronological order because the uh because it was never this book was written like um I forgot how long, but after his death, like only he would even get certain chapters that they would just come in piecemeal to him. So he would like just get certain verses would come to him and uh, and like it would do like at first it would like be really difficult. Like uh, Muhammad, Muhammad, peace be upon him, would get like sweaty uh, and like drenched in sweat. Someone was laying like had his like le like laying underneath him. Uh, or like um, had like their legs, like Muhammad's legs were over there, like their body or their legs. And he had a revelation and um, they said that he, they couldn't feel their legs because of the weight. He started to weigh so much that like they, they lost feeling in like their, in their legs. I think it's the oh, Hadith, wow. if I remember correctly. And, uh, and so like, he would just like, as a as a mercy from God, uh, he would only get stuff done like intermittently at first until he got like the he gained like more power to actually soon. Then there's like some very and like another crazy thing, like one surah that's actually really long. It just all came out in one go like and like other ones just like come in piecemeal and stuff. And like there's even surahs in it where uh, like God criticizes. And I don't know, really call it a criticism, but like. God, like, there's like, there's like a surah called He Frowned, and uh, just like it's named after like the first few words or something. And do I have a bookmark? And because uh, I think it's like Abbasa is how it's pronounced, but uh, but um, it start. It's like Muhammad was trying to convince this like uh, leader of a clan uh, to accept Islam when one of his early adopters, which is like an old blind man, uh, came up to him and tried to ask him a question about Islam. And because Muhammad was being interrupted while trying to convince these powerful people, like he just like, all he did was like, he didn't even say anything to the blind man, but all he did was frown. And like the blind person wouldn't even be able to notice that. Like the Quran doesn't like, but it's like so interesting when you really think about like, when you get, when you know the story and you see like the verses like like the quran doesn't mention it but like like how beautiful is it that it was a blind man that came to muhammad and like his action was that he frowned and god came in right there in front of the i don't know if it was right in the, from what i read but revelation i think it was right there that the revelation happened that uh god like is like you like you frowned at this blind man when you when he comes to you actually seeking knowledge and humble and trying to try and convince these people that think they're better than you and won't don't even want to accept your religion and that he's and then uh god like criticizes like the clan leaders in the verse and like we so it's like like and, it, and it's like think like why would someone if muhammad was a fake why would he 
like after trying to get like convince these clan leaders then just like kind of like openly talk like like trash on them and like and then after that verse he would always get, like that blind man he like revered him and like made him like governor of like uh i was it mecca or one of the one of the related cities maybe Medina, so are you so from this are you interested in like reading like muslim like writers and poets and like novelists now yeah i mean i actually already rumi was already one of my favorite poets actually and but like now when i reread his stuff it means something totally different to me like i mm -hmm. didn't even like i thought it was just like beautiful smart things but now i realize he's literally just like describing islam like in beautiful terms like so like it's like so his ideas just seem more familiar you know in that way um and you know and i guess i already cared a lot about like 9 11 and stuff so that like got like you know that was always interested in like mu like muslim and arab countries from that too do you read a uh, arabic or like learning the language yeah but not as hard as i could but i learned like because it's important to know certain words like uh like alhamdulillah subhanallah there's like a thing called dhikr which means remembrance and it's basically like the prayer beads or rosaries that you see where like but uh instead of like saying i don't even know what hail marys are honestly but mm -hmm. uh is that do you just say hail mary i have no idea I'm not i think you say hail mary hail, hail mary full of grace and then like some other stuff but it's like similar, but in, in like for Islam, you just say like Alhamdulillah, SubhanAllah, and like, which means like all praise to God and like God is like above all, I think SubhanAllah. And like, then uh, you say like, and these like remembrances like get you like a lot of good rewards. And like the, and like, there was like, a, there's a hadith where um, I think like Muhammad's daughter and, uh, husband they asked muhammad for like a slave or something to help with wow. yeah exactly yeah and the quran talks a lot about slavery and like and like stuff but like the quran always says like uh freedom like you get a good well, reward good. for freeing slaves like yeah like but they do tell you like you know they like they do tell you like what to do if you have slaves stuff like that so it's do you like, ever like ha are there any things in the quran that you disagree with and that you won't um do? The thing is, it's like people, you can take, you can look at stuff incorrectly and like take it the wrong way. Like you can, um, like when it comes to like the slavery thing, people like read it now and they're like, why doesn't this just say, oh, uh, like slaves are really bad or like, and it's like, it was like written at a time like when slavery was like around and like. Well, not even like slavery, but like anything else. Like. I mean, um, there's like, I was, there's like, I mean, some, certain things are interesting, like, uh, like inherited inheritances and stuff, but it's like, they give you like, uh, if you have a wife and this person dies, you get one sixth, you get like one fourth and like, I'll read that and be like, oh, this is interesting. But the thing is with like Allah, you can't like what's put in the book. It's like, you can't like try and argue with it with like human, like mentality like it, this is like the when it's the word of god it's like you can't i mean like that. when it's like the bible and it says you can't do certain things well uh the bible isn't written by god though like oh, no. it, it, like there's jesus or like 
like and they'll quote jesus in it which like that's like interesting to hear like what jesus actually had to say but like when people like hundreds of years later are like writing stuff and like uh like and i think like uh what john's story like john's stuff is actually like like to me it's written so beautifully that it looks divi divinely inspired uh and i can believe it like for sure like that these apostles and stuff and like people close to jesus like were would be somewhat divinely inspired and have some sort of connection with god if they like but uh but like it's not like the same like the whole point was like that the quran like would be like a miracle in its in of itself and like be the testament and like you can't like because like it's like you before god would always have humans to give his messages to the people and like with the final prophet he makes the like the words unadulterated what does Muhammad yeah. think about homosexuality that it's a sin it's a it's a grave sin but like so is um like like having sex before marriage and stuff like all the like like it's like you can like like and or doing drugs and so you're like, not looking yeah. down on other people now because if you started reading the quran you're like oh i don't um, apply i'll that. look at stuff and think differently of it but i don't i don't look down on people for sure no because like i'm still like i still sin a lot uh and i try not to like as much as i can just because it brings the only reason stop, to do if it if you stop sinning completely would you start judging homosexuals <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. No, I wouldn't. Because like, uh, and here's the thing: like, I like, uh, it, it's like Muslims are not even saying it's a choice. It's just like another test, like from God. Like God made you gay, and like so, like that's like a like. If that is the case, like I'm not even like I'm just saying it's not the. I'm not saying it's a choice or like. Though mm -hmm. even though sometimes nowadays it is a choice, like and people like are, people choose to be gay. Like Kevin Spacey uh, said it himself in the. In his let in his call out uh letter didn't he grow up like a little 11 year old boy yeah well or 14 or something like that Same but he and, and then in re in response to being called out for that he comes out as gay and ends his letter saying i now choose to live my life as a gay man wow. and that was that to me was the funniest but when i saw that i like that was probably one of the best moments of like when was that 20 like 14 15 yeah that was a while back yeah, that was one of the best moments of the year for me. That one sentence. <laughs> if, <laughs> if someone wanted to meet you and buy one of your books, where do they meet you at? Uh, I'll meet them anywhere. I'll, I'll go. I mean, usually like I'll you're, a good time is if I, have a reading, if I have a reading, I'll post it. I'll post about it. Well, I can't really do that anymore. Yeah. But on it, I still have an Instagram. But um, the you, basically, like, you live on the east or west side of New York, wherever that is uh yeah i live in brooklyn i live in crown heights at the moment uh and it's actually cool it's like a, a muslim uh like neighbor there's a pretty like muslim few blocks so like they like i'll go into stores and like they're praying and i'll be like ah oh, shit i should be doing that i mean oh rats i should be doing that but uh <laughs> and they're so nice dude if you actually talk to muslims dude they're like the nicest meanwhile like uh like in compared to like the Hasidic Jewish people who do not even like look at you, like I think Muslim Jews are group, cool. I mean, I well and like yeah, like the I like a lot of like I love like I, I, I love Jews. People. I love Jewish people just in general, but uh, and actually I love Hasidic Jews. They have an awesome uh, and actually a few of them have been very nice. Uh, 
and like uh it was actually the first time i've ever seen a, a man deny a handshake from a woman was uh, a jewish uh guy doing that when i was trying to get an apartment with this uh with this they were they them but uh and then um and at the time i thought that was really weird but now it's probably I think just it's actually the person it wasn't like the religion no it's they're not allowed I, at least i think he was acidic acidic jews are not allowed to touch women that are not their wives and it's the same for muslims too uh that's why oh. if you ever see uh khabib uh the ufc fighter if he whenever he's accepting rewards he'll be like going down the line shaking hands and then like whenever it's a woman oh, wow. he puts his hand on his chest and he'll yeah. go like i mean it's okay. just a polite to me it looks like a very polite thing to do it's like you know like and also it's like a personal space you know all right read one of your poems we've been waiting all hour oh yeah dude um should i read one that i don't usually read or should i read the one i usually read read your most famous one this is the one i like because i wrote this one ben huh? did you like hang out with ben once i'll let you read your poem and then ask ben Palma? yeah he's really cool yeah we're supposed to we're supposed to get like food in ridgewood at some point but we never we never make we never finalize plans but i want to read his new book we're gonna about box the him shooter. have you seen about what it's, it's uh it's not about a spree shooter but it's like about people that went through a spree shooting or something his new book i forgot what it's called you remember what's spree shooting uh like uh a shooting done in public uh like indiscriminately like with a phone or a gun a gun have you not been are you not american have you not seen this i don't know what the word spree is what oh a mass shooting is that That sounds like a candy spree a spree shooter is like the old term for it i wonder what the etymology is are you in guns a spree killer ah Uh. that's what wikipedia would call it but no it's pre-shooting is like but uh oh i guess a spree okay a spree i seems like it's saying a spree is more multiple locations so if you're going but it's all done in the same same cohesive timeline but it's like like for i guess for example the i remember the the stabber in new york city there was a person going on a like and there's been a couple but they would like be stabbing people but like and it would happen within uh three days but they would call it like a spree stabbing uh like thing and like um but yeah i think in the book uh they like they meet from both having been part of like uh being involved in one of those shootings or something so i'm really interested to read it because actually this book i'm sorry what what were you gonna say uh this book is actually was inspired really by like a lot of like mass shootings and like things like that and there's like references like the actual uh because i was really interested in like media analysis at the time and um the title is really just a, a headline from a russian bombing attack and i found like this headline that just said trauma and metro and i thought that was like a beautiful idea because like metro could be subway or um i thought like a like the metronomes that tick back and forth and like i thought that was like a cool like uh like a cool little like uh pun Mm -hmm. (laughs) so but yeah i would check out i think uh who's actually publishing that book i think it's spectra no 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 ah 
I can't remember. Class. But no, it's like super. I'm super psyched for it. I think about it all the time. But <laughs> should we end this with the? Uh, or should we? Should I even read it? Or should we read the poem and then we'll keep talking? Okay. So yeah, this one, dude. I totally wrote this uh, when with I was trying to make it sound like I was Obama. Um, Obama. Yeah, I was trying to take Obama's uh, tone of voice with this poem. That's Is why this I like anti-Obama. Um, the poem doesn't mention Obama, but I just tried to say, I tried to make it in his voice, but uh, that's something I don't really ever say about it, but I feel like people, it's being lost on people. Now, after reading it like 20 times, I'm just like, this is obviously an Obama poem. Okay. But, um, but yeah. Do you do mouth exercises before you do a reading? Yeah, I do. Well, because I have a bad, I'm not good at talking. Uh, like I went. Yes, to, you are. You talked for like an entire hour on this. Yeah, but I'm not like good at like communicating or you even uh, pronouncing words. I went to like I had to do speech uh, speech therapy classes in elementary school. Me too. Uh, yeah, I couldn't say the word ambulance. Uh, I can't say stuff. like socks. I would say sharks instead of socks. And I gotta yeah. stick like a fucking toothbrush in my mouth and like make me form my mouth in different ways. Yeah. Oh, really? I never yeah, had that look. Weird. Dude, you know what's crazy? I never like signed up for it. And my parents like, signed me up. No, my parents definitely wouldn't do that. They wouldn't even understand what the hell that means. Like, like, so I'm wondering like why they started taking me out of math class, but I was just psyched to get out of math class. I think and like I honestly think they did it because I was worst at math in terms of grades so they're just like take them out of that class i guess and like it's crazy that my entire uh childhood was in between the or my entire like schooling was like between the years of the uh the no child left behind act mm -hmm. so like literally the year it started i began school and then the year i ended school they stopped it uh, was it this uh, in new york no, I went to school in Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. And uh, anyway, I'll read this poem. All right. But... To my fellow constituents, in light of recent events of which you're all aware, I regret to inform you of who I am. In spite of this great schism in American politics, it is now 3 a.m. and I'm high on shrooms. Ha 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 ha. I've come onto this earth similarly to Jesus, radiating the shit called who I am, and now everybody just seems to love me for no reason. Can you believe sometimes I don't even know how to put things in my pockets? But just look at me now, I'm killing it. I feel very much in a haze, and art is so beautiful when it comes out effortlessly like breathing. And I know it is sad to think about, but this poem will be the proof that I was once born and will one day die. This sky, sigh no poem could do it justice oh moon you big old luminary rock i'm so curious what it is you're attempting up there it is so temporary and nice being alive omg the day is breathtaking so beautiful sky with trees and warm air that blows riding in an uber in love and my whole life and everything and oh my god you guys first kisses are the best they're everything to me i know if i were to try i can make anyone be the first Wow, that's really good. That one was, I think I wrote that one in LA.
Read another one. Okay. Um, How many poems are there in the book? This book, it's honestly like this book is more like a, like prose to me. So that's like it's like prose poetry, and like I like I kind of see it as like all one story. Um, but it's like, and so some are like way too long for me to actually read, and some are more like actually narrative driven. Uh, I honestly like don't even. I think that one is like the most poem one. Actually, I can read this one too. Uh, this one was written like right around the same time I wrote that other one. Whisking myself back home after movies with friends, high as usual, this time on weed and amphetamines. Of course, Katie, who I know likes me because of how she shows interest and is totally a Katie, but to push buttons I call Catherine. This place, I'll never forget you or the last three years of this whole stupid life. Nearing Atlantic Avenue, Willie was just past me on his longboard negating to wave, not even a nod, hello, but whatever. I know this might seem very easy to all of you, but please understand it takes everything out of me to do. I have been alive my whole life, and still I exist in a constant struggle over ordinary, everyday tasks. To my dear friends, I know there are many potential things wrong with the person who I have become. I am too quick to connect with anyone who's similar to or has as great as hair as me. I just can't get over how nice Katie is. She makes me feel bad for anyone who dates guys. Ugh, this damn brain, just tell me what it is you want. Want me to do so badly. Whatever it is, you know I'll, I'll do it. I understand everything about who I am is exactly the way I wanted me to be, but if I could change, I know I would. I would change every single thing there is of me. And I'm just realizing now there's like a couple typos, so that's fucked up. Well, I can't tell. Long... Yeah, well, I I didn't read the typos, but it's fucked up. <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's really good. Oh, I need to fix that. I'm going to actually leave a note on there. Fix what? I just need to fix those typos and that. That was really oh. bad. There was like wrong spaces and wrong indents and stuff. Oh, that's fine. I think I people really... understand it's like DIY. I think your writing's like improving. Every time you put something out yeah well i mean i think that's because i don't think i've gotten much better but like it's because the first thing i put out was like 2014 and i wrote this in like 2017. uh so like it's my... just taking a while to put it out but the next book i'm that's that i'm working on this is actually gonna be like the first thing of contemporary shit that i've done in like a long time <laughs> it just took you a while to like get everything back and pull it all together and then like put it out yeah i think that's it because like when i was like because when i especially those 2014 writings like i had to just search everywhere to find them like i didn't save stuff like it was either posted online or i didn't have it anymore and like did you this ever, one mm -hmm. did you ever think of just like not putting those out and then just like doing the new writing or were you always um, going to put everything together well what i was trying to do for when this got when this was supposed to be with the geon thing like i was trying to keep this original and then put out some more writing like put out like a new edition like or like a, a second like kind of trying to make it a trilogy into one book uh and then uh those writings got turned into other things and so i was like never able to do it uh because like then i'll just like because like i'll put out like short stories online those are like be contemporary and stuff 
And like now I've been like, like now on my sub stack, I'll just like make chat GPT short stories where like I combine chat GPT and like play around with what level of chat GPT I'll use like just to yeah. see, cause like, cause like, it's fun to like, just like come up with a concept like, like kind of like, like, and then like just write the concept down and see what it comes up with. And then I lose interest in it after it does that for me. Yeah. Cause it looks you like know? shit. I do that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't think it's the future. Uh, but I mean, no. also, I mean, it's so it's showing promise. It's a proof of concept and something. But like uh, at the moment, anyone that is like, I, I'm just over anyone who's like so enthusiastic about AI or. Technology. Oh yeah, me too. And like, and most of this shit, like most of the time, this technology crap. Like, remember when COVID was happening and they were trying to Zoom. The school and now we've lost like a generation of like people like in five ten years when like they have to go in the workforce it's like over for us like they don't know how to read like like reading levels are like years behind now like compared to other yeah. places that just had fucking anyone who thought a a child uh of like ages five to ten could sit in front of a computer on these chromebooks with terrible speakers with teachers that don't know how to use a computer literally i would watch my niece uh take these zoom classes and it would be like 90 percent of the day was troubleshooting uh trying to get yeah. the kids cameras to work so the teachers could see they're in front of a camera i mean that's like, what college was like i had passed some college courses because no one knew what the fuck they were doing that's yeah this online stuff is like so silly and like really that's so funny the new world order people were just so keen to be like this is it we figured out don't worry we've substituted real life for zoom stuff and like tv shows are going to be this way now everyone's like and we're all going to just be happy with this it's like and they really tried to see if people could really like i like at the end like as soon as like restrictions went down a little bit like things like people just like you know it's but you know, and now conspiracy theorists will say, and I mean, the people who are trying to say it's just going to come back again and be harder this time or something. I don't know. I can't predict how. I think it was some sort of like test run of sorts. You know, like they've done with Ebola and H1N1. Have you talked uh, to the, Have you talked to uh, back patio people about publishing anything? No, but you know, I've always liked I've always liked tweeting with them, and I miss I miss my I miss my Twitter friends who I would just reply and spam with. I like because they were the ones that retweeted that petition. Oh, really? It was like oh, Nate so or nice. was patio back back patio? Because right, I asked him to send me a screenshot because I can't even see, like I can't see things like anymore on Twitter. Like, and you need an account to to use Twitter. But are you happy to be gone a little bit? No. Not at all. No. I mean, I should, I know I should, but like I just miss tweeting so much because I was having so much fun. Like yeah, I was, dude. I got like ten million impressions with only three thousand followers. Like that's it's insane because it it was I would spend like eight hours and I was unemployed, so I would spend eight hours a day just spamming Twitter. Like I would go to like viral things and I would just like spend one second. Like and I actually was realized like uh, build it back, I, dude. I mean, if you're that good at it and you like doing it. Just create a new account and fucking build I, it I back. Thought I was, yeah, step by I thought... step by step. Fuck Elon. No, I thought I think if I'll do it again, I would go like even more like marketed spam crap that that's getting pushed. Like I would try harder to like use the algorithms and like 
maybe like post their centrist crap and like snuff videos that always get like shared and stuff. But you got to uh, make it into a book. It's got to become like a project that you could make into a book. Yeah. Like the last cool thing I found was that uh, you get, uh, they reward you for the longer a person looks at your tweet. So like if people are scrolling mm -hmm. and they stop by your tweet. So that's why media videos are like so good because like, they, no one's gonna watch like a two-hour video though of a podcast that's my thing like he's like post your podcast like no one's gonna sit there I mean, for two hours and watch people talk about space or spaceships or some shit yeah well they do also have like the little thing that goes into the corner but i wonder if that works for the impressions or not but like i know it boosts you the longer they look i'm sure that must count i know there's something that probably is measuring the amount of time someone's watched a video or something but like I mean, Tucker Carlson got like 20 million views, like on. Because he sucked Elon's dick. Honestly, yeah, it's so pathetic, dude. I can't believe they're calling this place like free speech. It's literally just like now that it's not a public health company, now they're just like written to advertisers and whatever they want to yeah. see. And it's crazy that the internet's just going to become more and more like this because like they started a thing now where people like can make some like decent money. And like, it's gonna like, I'm sure other social medias like might try and mimic something along those lines where like, it's gonna just be like an advertiser's bastion of like stuff that's like not even real. Like these, there's so, most people use chat GPT in these, it's such a fake site. And like before shilling was like, like just done by government officials, but now it's like done by like people too, like, are so, you gonna take like, the take the chat GPT prompts and like make that into a book? Oh, maybe yeah. Just publish a book of all my chat GPT prompts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. You know, it's funny when chat GPT is like, I won't do this because it's offensive, and I'll oh, all like, the fucking time everything yeah, I put then, in there. Yeah, and then I'll like then you, but if you reply something like, yeah, make it, okay. make it. I'll literally, you can literally say it's okay. He's my friend like mm -hmm. uh just make it up and like it'll be like oh okay and then it fucking just does and then you make it like apologize to you for like having not written it out i love that shit <laughs> yeah and like uh make it feel dumb i start emotionally abusing chat gpt if it pisses me off <laughs> and you know what's crazy if you ask it anything about 9-11 it just always says just like like you shouldn't listen to anything that's not a, a verifiable source about this subject or something yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> like it won't even like answer your question i would like have like serious quite like like just a, like this like a google search that i want to make but i would ask chat gpt and it would be like no nah, i'm not going to answer that like this is this is public knowledge but i'm not going to tell you like <laughs> yeah fuck. But, why don't you i've asked this to you several times why don't you do a, your own podcast because i feel like you're good at this i feel like you would gain followers I feel like people like you and you would probably um, get people to buy your shit from there. Like that uh, one story I, guy, Sean Thor Conroe. Oh yeah. Uh, he like I walks just, around. Like, yeah. I like it when he walks around in those, just cause I like the ASMR uh, of it. But I think you should do uh, it. I just like, I don't like the fact that like so many podcasts are about like, they get so cloudy so quick. Like yours doesn't, which I've always liked. Like you're just like interviewing people you actually find interesting. But like every other podcast is like, oh, you have an actual following? You're you're on for sure. But, like, 
and then like when you go to the, and sometimes these are podcasts with like a couple hundred like followers like nothing like absolutely nothing and like i'll be like hey can you like i'm trying to promote my chat book and they're like yeah, we'll get back to you. I don't know. Or like, and it's like, bro, what else are you doing? No one fucking listens to your podcast. Like, yeah. what are you like, like, uh, like you'll go out of your way to get it. But it's like, silly. like, and it's just like, who cares? Like you're, so I, it's somewhat like those people, they just seem parasitic to me. Like, and they seem like they take their shit way too fucking serious. Yeah. Like this shit isn't yeah. that serious. It's, not like it's like, there's, yeah there's like no like in the in yeah they'll be like it's an art talking to people it's like what are you talking about yeah (laughs) you're just hitting a fucking record and recording your voice and and there was a good uh what's the the h1n1 podcast um there's a good like tiktok clip where that guy that meme pro- music producer with the funny hair that's like this, he like calls him out, the H1N1 guy. He's doing it jokingly, but it, when it gets reposted, people think he's being serious, but he's just like, he's like, what happened to you, dude? Like you actually used to create content. Now you just like- What, what podcast. podcast did you reach out to? Uh, a couple, but I'm honestly Ew. can't even remember, uh, but you know, and I don't want to name it. Other people, it's like, it's kind of revealing No, I haven't asked other people. And one time I called. One time on the other people called a podcast. I called in uh, on an episode. And so we like, know you. Who other people? Brad Listy and Mira Gonzalez. They know you and they're friends with you. Oh yeah, that was the one with Mira. And like, but you know, they edited out. Uh, oh, he edited, edited you out. They edited out like ninety or a a like a good amount of what i said because i was being a little bit trolly and uh and at the time they were being very like they were being polite like it did but like then when i listened to it it's like oh they had me on and it was like just like me saying like hello and then me saying bye or something (laughs) and then i was like oh i guess they weren't having fun with me like or at least brad listy wasn't having as much fun on that on that phone call as soon as i but god bless them you know so uh, are these other podcasts that you reach out to are they literary based yeah they like i think one followed me on tiktok and i think they're on i think they're on twitter too i'll tell you after the podcast after we record it because i mean i just don't want to reveal the hell no one's listening um i just forgot it too and i can't check twitter does the guy have the same name as me one story is sean right uh, does he have to say? I don't know. I don't even know who runs it. That's also the thing. I'm a little. I'm a little worried that maybe I don't like. I don't know who's like. Maybe it's someone that I don't want. To within say, within but. the title of the podcast, is the word literary in the pod title? Maybe or like lit or something. Okay. Something is it like lit that. or literary? Yeah, I can't remember honestly. Oh, okay. I would have to find it on on TikTok, so that would be at least. Well, if you better. don't even remember, it's probably not that important. Yeah, it wasn't that important, but I was just surprised. And also, there was like one of my friends is like, uh, he wasn't like my friend, but like I kind of knew him, and he had like a podcast with his like this dude. And I was like, oh, can I just be on just to have fun with you guys? And they're like, Man, I don't even really know. And I'm like, bro, your podcast has like legit six followers or some shit. Yeah. Uh, like, it's like I could only be helpful to you at that point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. 
So maybe really it's more just a personal thing. That's also another suspicion I have. So I don't want to just be like, oh, it's all clout because sometimes it's like, maybe it's like, maybe they really is like a, that, that lit, lit podcast passion. They only want to do things that interest them or something. Mm-hmm. But I, but you know, I don't know. Uh, that's why I don't want to, but I also just don't remember it. That's the thing. I don't remember Do you ever... that's how significant they are. Do you ever worry because you're so jokey and like comedic that people don't take you serious? And do you give a shit? Um, I think like you take. I've thought about. It. I think like to get me, it's like you have to take. Uh, you have to take it seriously that I'm joking around mm-hmm. or something. Like I think that's just the truth. Like my truth is saying it in like that tone or something. Like that's why I think people that don't like irony or sarcasm or the do sincerity thing. And it's like, uh, it's like, irony is just irony has always been like just a sincere form of expression. Yeah. You know, what, what is it, there's a quote like what in an unjust or in a, but some people think of it as like apathetic or whatever. But it's like people try so hard to judge it, but it's just like I think. And there's like you know, once you're self-aware, it's hard to not be like some level of being funny or jokey or something like. You have to you have to laugh at it because it's just like everything is kind of ridiculous in this in this world. That's why you'd be great at podcasting if you just put like a thirty or forty minute episode of you just talking into. I don't don't really think what I'm saying is that interesting. That's the thing. Like whatever the people probably do. I mean, it's kind of like Twitter. It'd be like you just posting a long ass tweet, but through talking. Yeah, but see, that's why I'm a writer. Like, and I've always hated reading. So, like, I don't even like reading my writing because I've, I like, I, it's always been a visual thing to me. And like, because like, I would like, you know, when I first started writing growing up, I was just like alone. So it was just something where I would look at the words and like, be like, how do these words make me feel looking at them? And I never thought to actually go and read them and stuff. That's like why, like, my early poems when I was a teen, it was just like, like the word like murder like three or four or five times or something and like i tried so, reading these at, at, at readings and it made no sense <laughs> so a lot of the things that you do like twitter or writing it's like you making or mocking the process while still doing the thing and that's what i think if you did a podcast you could like mock the podcasting medium but still oh. putting one out yeah you know i think that's yeah i think honestly i probably would do that i would probably I, yeah i guess and honestly i first started writing because i would read stuff and i'd be like this is terrible and like i like hated i like really disliked like a lot of and that's why the first uh, genre i was really interested in was, was transgressive literature it has like a wikipedia page but, like charles bukowski was like one of the writers there that's how i found out about charles bukowski and like uh not that and honestly charles mcgowski has great poems you know i feel i've come to i've come around on him and like liked him more uh at least his poetry more i haven't really revisited his prose yeah i've never read his work i know Gigi likes him some of his uh who likes it Gigi. oh he lives in korea south korea now oh yeah, but uh, like he has like one good poem, like is it's like all the way, do it all the way, or something, where he's like, if you're gonna do something, do it all the way. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually really good. Uh, and uh, 
he has like a poem like he has so many i mean he also just like definitely it was like quick shit type shit like too so like that's like i feel like it's more relevant now than like before because like he just like would not edit his stuff <laughs> how long do you have to stick it out stick out for this job till you get paid i know dude it sucks working and not having any money and yeah. uh it's like it's like the worst feeling ever uh that's like it's so much worse than just not having a job and being poor is like the first week or two i don't know when they pay me i don't know and i i hope before the end of the month because i got i got credit cards or i did i did have credit cards if you just don't pay the debt you get like arrested you know well, i think i hear what they do is they sell the debt to a debt collecting collector agency and those people will uh, harass you for a long time and like lie to you and do sketchy stuff to get you to pay and then when they sue you um unless they unless the guarantor of the debt it comes into court which would be like a major bank and like they never do or something like then they uh dismiss the debt and and uh i think what's the term under prejudice or i think it means like they can never ask no one can ever ask you for this money again like uh so that's uh, that's something that i've seen occur to people who had like <laughs> like tens of thousands uh, or like high tens of thousands or like if not hundreds of thousands uh Holy in shit. Debt. yeah uh, at least that's the process that they told me they went through Damn, uh, and it sounds badass that sounds cool do you stay in contact with the people you used to live with like shy and yeah i still talk i still chat with shy not i mean i i i i hang out with her when she visits uh but we like i'm not i'm not always texting but if there's like something like uh like if there's like uh like a funny thing to send i'll send it to shy weren't you gonna start a workshop because don't they do workshops you could ask them how they start theirs yeah, did Shy, did Shy do her own workshop? I do have. Yeah, she has her own. I mean, I was thinking of doing a workshop, but I think it would be way different. I would try and make it like I don't even like think it should cost money. I would love it if it would be like something more open. You gotta make money. I guess if I could start any sort of website. It would be like a cool. Open you gotta workshop. trust yourself to sell yourself. Yeah, I mean, when I try and sell this book, support you. huh? People want to support you in your activities. So I think they would be willing to pay for like a workshop that was maybe like yeah. only if it's just 20 bucks per person. I think, yeah, they would really, really I didn't want to do a syllabus. Like I wanted to make like a syllabus or something. I think I uploaded a video on, of me on YouTube doing a um, beginner's guide to poetry actually. And for the idea of, of making a video series and then just selling the video series as like lectures. Uh, do do you like a do you like a two hour workshop like next week and just offer twenty bucks per person? Well, I guess you can't because you're not on Twitter. Or make a Twitter account and then offer twenty bucks per person and then see if you get anyone. Yo, yeah, maybe tell everyone it's tell everyone it's about to be sold out and there's no spots left and see what happens. <laughs> like there's one spot left, get it now and then. But like, yeah. maybe no one signed up, but then. They think people are signing up, so then they'll sign. Up. Yeah, what if that's always the case? That would be a great strategy. Honestly, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't doubt it. You know, it wasn't it like Walt Whitman that would like he would write fake reviews for his for spring uh, like leaves of leaves of grass, household cards, 
Because I think uh, your friends would sign up for it. I don't know. And I get invited to go to workshops and I never like go to them. Why not? I just like, I don't like reading, pe I don't like hearing people's opinions really about it. Cause like then they'd like, I would rather like work on something and like keep going in the direction I'm going with it than have someone look at it and be like, oh yeah, but have you thought of doing this? Like I never eat my, my, my expression or I always just think like, you don't get it or, uh, like i disagree or uh I most don't all, most online workshops they try to be very positive about the criticism that people are yeah and then i think okay then this is fake or whatever or like this but you fake. might have a positive experience and if they're asking you to be a guest it's usually like they're just wanting your opinion about other people's because they yeah i was I, yeah i was asked to sit in one workshop uh for uh for um Sorry, I only got like three hours of sleep. So, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bud Smith. I said that was the only workshop I've ever been to. It was I just like, and I was just asked quite shy to sit in uh, one class, and uh, and it was like one of the final ones. Uh, one of the final ones in their like uh, in this like season or whatever you call it series of workshops. So like it opens like I remember Bud Smith being like at a whiteboard but smith was a great teacher actually but like i like he was just like all right we're at the like we're doing like our workshop is for like this like like let's say like i think it was like 50 like 100 100 k words 75 k words he was like so we're now at the 50,000, 70,000 word mark. And I, I could just hear like, it just like, I could hear the tiredness in his voice. And I'm like, damn, so this workshop has been going on now for like 50,000 words. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, I'm glad that I'm just sitting in for one class. Like I could hear like, just like them being like tired. And I mean, he was like, the, but he was a great teacher, but like, just, I love I love the attitude. It was just like so sincere and honest, like the, like he was being, and he was being great for a professional flight, but like it was palatable, the, the, <laughs> the tiredness and stuff. At least that's how I perceived it. And like, and that was a positive experience, but everyone was just like polite. I didn't really know anyone there. Everyone, like, it was cool to read some of people's writing. I tried my best to say some things. I didn't, I honestly, a lot of the times I would read it and I'd be like, cool, or so. Like, that'll be my only like thing. So, what if I you mean, hosted? one and you were like walking around new york and you're trying to get people to write about what you were seeing or what was oh, going on in the moment like it's like a one story pod or whatever workshop mix or you like, could ask people to workshop while they're walking around with phones or something i've never seen that before yeah workshop but you have to be walking in the city yeah uh, being interacted with like you have to walk through busy parts of the city <laughs> have you done that where you're like on your on your phone just talking to other people walking around a city yeah Isn't i was that, doing that a new york thing yeah i was talking to my mom today after after working the job and my my dad was in the other room and like a police car drove by my dad was like what's that noise what is happening and i was like he's just walking around <laughs> They still, my parents are always still just like always so, so amused to get like these little like New York things and be like, wow, so that's how they do it in New York, huh? You just get your sandwiches at the corner store? Wow. Like, 
but dude a lot of the 24-hour places are closing here it's kind of fucked up like nothing's staying open 24 anymore it's one of the things that COVID. i think covid's just made people hate working so like i think that's i think that's really it like after people didn't have to work for like a year like they no one really wants to work that hard or at least enough to have like to keep 24-hour like restaurants open yeah like, shit used to stay up till like one now they stay open till like nine like p.m at night yeah i know some places do it uh, and and me and i also like i got like uh this under the table job or like just like being a waiter at a thing and so did my like my friend got another like a bartending job we both and both of these places would be open and no one would be going in and like whoa so so much of like it seems like it reminds me of like what people said like this end of the soviet union was where people were working jobs that like they knew weren't making money and everyone was just like uh what's going on like and like but you can't do anything about it you got to keep the job you know but it's like a bad sign uh <laughs> What's but, in your vape? Uh, this is weed. Oh, cool. Yeah. Where do you buy your weed from? Um, I haven't been able to buy weed in a very long time, so I like this is a Dynavap. Uh, so it's like you put the weed inside this little metal canister, and then you do a torch lighter on it, and uh, and so like I'll use like 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 a quarter of a bowl and like smoke that and it makes my weed last for like months and like okay. i get really stoned from it but and it uh and i don't have to use like any weed and like then it's better on your lungs too because like it only burns like the, the the like the crystally thc parts and then like it's brown like golden brown and then you uh and then you start over does that help you so, focus? Yeah. Sadly, I still use it. Like, it helps me to write a lot. Like, Oh, really? Uh, That's cool. Yeah, I can't really write with, uh, without smoking a little bit of weed beforehand. But I try, I'm trying to get out of that. It's crazy. It's just because I built up that habit over, like, a 10 years, if not more. Uh, so, like, now it's hard to be creative without that. I can maybe do it if I drink a ton of coffee, too. Um, Ooh, you know, I wouldn't hard stuff. But the both the best is when I do both at the same time. Drink coffee and then get high. Yeah, at the same time. Mm. <laughs> really? What is that like? You just get like hyper. Because if I take my yeah. Adderall, but it's then I get take an edible, I feel like the edible like overrides the Adderall. The edibles might not be the way to go. It's just like. Uh, edibles are just like they're a whole other beast that's why yeah, i got fired for that shit i was just walking around my my bar the bar being like oh i'm so fucked up i'm so fucked yeah, it takes up. like an hour to hit but then it like it really fucking hits yeah like i was really being like my boss totally knew i was just stoned as hell and like or he thought i was probably high on like other things because of how crazy i was acting and like then he sat me down the office with the manager and like they had the table. They had the chairs lined up in an isosceles triangle, uh, like, and had yeah. to sit there. And I just like sit down. And I'm like, "What is this? Like an intervention or something?" <laughs> and then, he was, and then the, the boss was like, "Yes, actually." <laughs> oh no! 
It was so bad. Oh, the cringe. The cringe was, and I think you know, it was like basically like a, it, it was like an MK Ultra uh, thing because like they saw that I was under because an MK Ultra they give you the drugs and then torture you, but they just saw it was like an opportunistic MK Ultra, or they saw that I was impaired, like you know, in this vulnerable state. And I mean, they didn't try to. They weren't like pretending to be. They weren't trying to make scary faces at me or anything. But damn, there was no need to put those chairs like that in that room, and like, and ask me why I'm acting the way I am. It was just like way more like. And now when I think back on about it, it's true PTSD. I just can't think about it. Like, yeah, it sounds like bring, without bringing me back to that moment, that moment in time. And I just, I technically. At the the background check, uh, that's the other thing I was gonna ask about them because I was like, background check asked me if I ever if I ever been fired, and I didn't know what to say because like every job I've ever had has been obviously I get fired from the job before I yeah. find another one. Like I wouldn't quit places; I would just like stop being a good employee. Like, and uh, so I just said, I said I was fired one time. So, there you go. so I hope that we're, I hope they don't background check that. I don't even know why they care. Like all the rest are like, have yeah. you ever done anything to a child? And it's like, have you ever been fired? <laughs> Maybe they wanted to know if I ever taken an edible at work or something. Uh, but maybe I, you know, no one's going to watch this. Hopefully no one of authority at least. Yeah. I think once you are on the podcast, and then you're on it again. I think the second, third time, you probably have less listeners, so you don't have to worry about what you say. Yeah. What or happened? You, I think a... this one, this one breaks the internet because people are dying to know my opinions of things. You know. Oh, they are, and they want yeah. you to do a regular podcast with me every month. What about uh? What happened? Emoji quit. Where Where's she at? Where are they at? Oh, yo, they uh they just moved to uh freaking continental United States. So they're in the they're on the mainland now. They left Hawaii, uh, but like they've actually just like started recently reusing social media. I don't know if they're on Twitter, but uh, I think uh, they did recently do their new like they're back on social media. I know that oh, that's to cool. some extent. Yeah, and oh, they have a book out. I actually I actually promoted it on my uh, uh, thing. They put out a book with some like little like. I forgot the exact details, some like art thing. I don't know if it was like a gallery or some little thing, but it's like a cool like poetry but visual book. Uh, Are they using the username emoji clit still? Um on maybe was it Instagram? I don't know. I mostly talked to them on like uh, on a group chat on Facebook Messenger. But okay. uh and I don't know what their handle is on TikTok, but we shared TikToks. We should other. just do like an annual podcast with them, just like every year. It's like, oh, dude, year. I would love that. They are really <laughs> such an inspiring person. Like, I love their writing. And it's like, that's like the thing. I'm like, when I found, like, when I became friends with them and I realized they're like an awesome writer uh, and not published at all, I was like, oh, so this whole thing is just bullshit. Like, the whole like being in the scene thing is bullshit. There's like actually really good stuff that like you will only be able to find through word of mouth and friendships and stuff like that. Yeah. And I don't know. Should we, I'm getting, I guess I'm really, really tired. Um, and I think I have a, I have to go on a date today, hopefully. 
It's wait, like wait, still- wait, wait. You're going on a date after this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What time is the date? And, and she's a poet, and she's really cute. Um, I don't know. After she has dinner with her family, I'm wondering if I should eat some ramen from this. Wait, wait. Song. She has a date. Wait, wait. She's eating dinner with her family. Yeah. And then she's going to go out with you. Mm-hmm. I asked her to ask me out, for, and she and she asked me out because so I, I wanted. You her. made her. Yeah, she I was like, "Can you ask her me out on Friday?" And she was like, "Do you want to do something tomorrow?" Is she older <laughs> than you? Uh, no, she's like two years younger or something. Okay. And and she's a poet, and her poetry is really good. But From what, what say- she's published. Uh, she is published. So I don't know. I think she has a book. Yeah. But and Flash? No. It's not Kate. Oh. But Kate's awesome. Kate's, Kate's in gay. Well, I don't know. Kate's... Uh, who's uh, Kate? Uh, she has a book out, Kill the Rich. I totally... That's on Clash Books. I totally, so I totally endorse that. Book. Oh, yeah. This person you wanted to do a podcast with. Yeah. Yeah, they fo- did I, I her that, and she followed I me. You. Did I forward you the manuscript of that? No, or like the, I didn't get anything. Here, I'll forward it to you right now because it's a good when, book. When are we doing the podcast? Um, we can do it. She was down. Uh, I guess I just forgot to forward that thing to you. Yeah, this is not working, but uh, are you at your school? Hmm. Are you at your school office? Oh no, this is a place that I I write at sometimes. But I was asked not to talk about it, uh, so by who? I won't say by the person that I'm not allowed to mention. But it's not that anything too relevant. It's for their own personal reasons not to mention it. But it's just like a space that I'll, I'll use sometimes to write in and and do and do important work at. Uh, but they are, I would love to, uh, give them a big shout out. Um, it's a Ben. No, it's not, it's not, I don't think you would be familiar with them, but they are, they, they were, they've been mentioned in short stories, but in, in from, so, from some writers, but under, but, but you would never, I don't, you would never be able to guess it. Well, if you Andrew, any, Andrew Weatherhead. Well, um, no. It'll never happen. You're not gonna guess it. I'm sad. But they probably they probably know all these people. But they mostly do programming. But they've written some stuff too. Gene Morgan. I uh, I know. I made HTML giant with Ben uh, Blake Butler. Oh really? Oh, is that Gene Morgan? I remember the. Is that Gene Morgan? Is that the same Gene Morgan? I don't know. Did Did they do Mellow Pages? No, that was that guy that's friends with Lucy. Yeah, but then there was another like guy after that. Maybe that person's maybe that's the same person you're talking about. Did you see it's that not... they said like ExxonMobil bought out? There's I remember people. that. Yeah, I was going that was, I was going to Mellow Pages Heavy at that time and they put up a a logo, an ExxonMobil logo on their front door. Oh my god. And I so awesome actually that was inspiring to me i was like i'm so glad they were trolling i only wish they didn't take it to the level of being like we were making an artistic uh point here with this like trying to take it all like very serious and i was just like dude they got so much attention 
That's yeah, you guys nice. just like trolled us. Yeah, yeah. I've never but, seen that again after. I mean, maybe like Taco Bell quarterly, but that's not the same thing. Yeah. I can't believe no one believed. I can't. Did people believe it at the time? Yeah, like I saw because it, it was on publications of like business publications that didn't know who the fuck they were. And they were like taking it very serious. And they contacted Exxon Mo Exxon and Exxon was like, We don't we do charity work, but we don't know who these people are. <laughs> we do charity work. Yeah. It's like almost like not uh it's almost not a denial. It's like it's like it's so silly though. Like we won't say we, we weren't. It's like the same thing that they made the the whistleblower, uh the UFO whistleblower guy, like when uh so, like the the Pentagon or the Department of Defense had to give them uh, the ability to express it, like to be like, you can talk about these certain things we've let you talk about, and what he's revealing is like, like kind of damning stuff. And but he will always, but then when uh, investigators or reporters are like ask a specific question, he's like, well, I can't talk about that, like the specifics about certain things, and uh, and when you ask the pentagon it's like so you allowed him to say this stuff does that mean like you guys are saying it's true and the pentagon's like we are letting him talk about these specific things but not these other things but that doesn't mean that we are uh like acknowledging any of it as being true or not we're just letting him talk we're giving him the authority to talk about it but we're not saying we have like any authority over what it is that happened or like like so it's like yeah that ufo stuff is really cool like, i was watching yeah. a youtube video about the balloon guy like in 2013 he thought his kid went up in a balloon and everyone thought it was a hoax but then i saw a youtube video that proves like he wasn't he wasn't lying or something wait what yeah it's like because a youtube video that debunked the hoax of the balloon kid and that this oh. guy really wasn't lying to people and it's really fascinating Wait, is this the same kid that vomited on television on live tv afterwards? he said he said it was like what wasn't this for reality for the tv show and like yeah. during live tv and so now everyone thought it was all a hoax but then this youtube debunker like went through this specific history of it and like it showed that the dad was like telling the truth and he really thought mm -hmm. his kid was up there you gotta watch it man Wow, because yeah, I always thought the pivot was that they were uh, take, like taking advantage of like their no. child. Wow, I gotta check that out. Yeah, I I saw a cool uh, documentary called Spin. Have you have you seen it? It's like from the nineties. Some dude yeah. would um satellite transmissions. I think it's called satellite trans. So basically, like when they're doing live feeds, it would send it uh, to a satellite, then go to like the networks and the networks would put it out so you can mm. watch it on networks or if you had a certain tv in the 90s you could like watch it directly from a satellite transmission and so like the camera would stay on in between like these live events or before and after and they would think that like they're not being filmed like mostly like the media and politicians would be on camera and like it's like the camera like so like during commercial breaks and stuff like they would cut but like the satellite transmission would just stay running and you could hear them talking about like how they're like going to angle the story 
what they should talk about, what they shouldn't, like their true opinions about stuff that they're talking about. That's like the opposite of what they're saying. Oh, I need a and, it, and this is the documentary that has this the iconic footage of uh, them doing Bill Clinton's makeup and Bill Clinton looking like a reptile who does he doesn't blink like at all until like the live like thing begins. Like he's just wow. like standing and like they're doing yeah it's crazy it's a crazy thing but it was just like some dude that was just like obsessed with like the like the news that just was doing it in the 90s and then he like edited them together and stuff i um, guess at some point i should let you go but i don't want to get too sentimental i just want to thank you for like coming on these and for coming on the first one so to get me mm -hmm. going to do others and i'm glad mm -hmm. like like i guess befriended you in some way because i had followed you for a long time and I wanted uh, you to follow me back, and I just thought, like, oh, I gotta like write something, put something up before this guy's gonna follow me. <laughs> well, yeah, I forgot how do we start talking anyway. Because I, we just I wanted you to send me one of your your books, but I didn't know how to like. I was kind of like intimidated to even like reach out to you because I didn't know like how you would like react because I didn't know your personality and everything. Yeah, and I guess the it seemed was a little bit like kind of cloudy or whatever like people were like people you know people I, i've had people that like definitely see me as something or and it's always funny to me because like i've always just been a person that used like forums and internet and so to me i've always just been like about like talking to people online and that's like why i got into the all the thing like i found it through 4chan uh and then uh so like and like that, so to me, I have like, I've always, that's like a pretty, like, I don't, to me, the cloud thing never like existed. It was just like, whoever like put funny content, like would get like more attention and stuff. And like the being, like, that's why I like the meme, like the meme or cloud a little bit more. Cause but like, I feel like you kind of took a chance on like coming on here. Cause you had no idea like who I was or what this was about. And like, in fact, I remember that first show, like you recommended that I record it and I didn't even have any plans to put anything out. Because it was like what? some, yeah, I had no plans to even like start this. I didn't even know I was going to be doing a podcast. It was just like some weird event, that first one. And I asked you, I was like, oh, should I record this? You're like, yeah, I would like it if you recorded it. And so I, <laughs> I did. And then I looked up like how to, I put it up on YouTube. And then I started looking up how to like, like transport like an MP4 into an MP3. And then how to put it up on Spotify and all this other shit. So it was like oh. never planned out. That's epic. Damn. Yeah, I know. And like, if you had never come to that thing, like, none of this would happen. So it's like, you're really That's... helpful. And now you actually have, like, I've really enjoyed some of the podcasts, like, Thank especially you. like, uh, like, freaking, like, with LK and, uh, uh, I can't, my brain's blanking because of lack of sleep, but, uh, Maggie and Maggie and stuff. I really like the Maggie podcast. See, that one is awesome because, like, Maggie's so low key, like no one would like be like be yeah. like 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 so these cloud things. That's like it's like the exact opposite reason. The reason it's good is the exact opposite reason. Like it's like podcast should always have people that are like unknown or like just like friends know and stuff like that. Like yeah, and, and I get it. Like you know that might not get a million hits, but like. Uh, I was just surprised but, that like you're not on all these other podcasts and people aren't having you. On yeah, people don't, people don't like having me. I I like I think it's like there's things that are like more unseen to me, like academic 
uh, clout, that's totally a thing that like is is invisible to people that aren't in academia, like the the clout that is associated with that. You will see like these boring like posters and stuff uh, for readings and like it'll have like there's like names that are like and like there's like uh there's like uh an interstate or uh an interconnectedness to like poetry in some academic circles and some poetry in some act and it's like those are always like the most boring poets but like they're getting and like they always come from really rich families and they're always getting booked as like sometimes headliner like poet readers at things and it's just like like i'm just like and then like their personalities are not even like interesting yeah. and it's like where like where am i and then and so you be like where what what force am i seeing it's an invisible force of academia sometimes it's money just simple money and like connections like just just secret society like stuff uh well, that's what i think like, like like ben falmo could be all about clout and shit but like he keeps his ear to like the streets of like what's going on and shit like in oh, yeah. you and shit like that one for that like both me and me like me and ben we both just exist in this cloudy world and like we like at least that's the way i see it and we just don't like we well and you know ben is also religious too i think really like i'm sure that oh, really, really yeah i mean i think so yeah i think 100 i think especially uh you know and now we're yeah and ben's definitely in his righteous arc for sure uh, Wait, you and, think he's like, like Christianity or Catholic or? We've talked about uh, religion for sure. He, just, he definitely has an interest in it. I bet you it's just some non-denominate. I don't think Ben would really uh, like into like something, but like he did. We, I think Christianity. We've talked. He, he's very well versed in like. I mean, I remember I've only had like one conversation about it with him, but like. Well, he's very intelligent. That's what I know from talking with Chariot too. But like, his cherry is really cool too. I wonder if Cherry would do this. But Cherry might be like, is a bit more just uh, picky about what they like want to do. Uh, I would feel, I feel. But I've, but Cherry is awesome. I don't know, yeah, because Cherry's never really done an interview. I don't know if that's her style or not. But is Cherry a man or woman? I don't Cherry, know. I don't know their gender all the time. I just say they okay i've seen work they've done like they've hosted workshops and like ben's really good friends with them yeah i only know them through like a twitter account i've known uh chariot for like a long time Uh, like they've been around and um freaking and yeah and my also my roommate mara too they've only read at some readings and don't really uh she doesn't really have any work out but I've been like I've I've liked some of the stuff she sent me too. She's a great writer too, and actually she's I like way more of a better like way a great thinker. I was like, uh, like you did your own. You did your own chat book where you stapled it together. Why not do that for like a like a magazine or something? You take your friend's poems and put them into a thing. Honestly, yeah, and I would have to pay them too. We don't have to. If I just try to steal people's writing off the internet, they like, don't steal it, but ask them if they want to be on it. Because I think you did that on the yeah. internet, just do it like in paper. Oh, you know what? That's true. I've helped magazine. I've helped little magazines and not gotten paid to be part of it, and then they're sold. That's true. 
freaking because uh, people want to support you and they'll put their own like jersey and, and and compiling them together and selling it yeah put interviews on there yeah interviews i find or i guess i could do some of my own stuff when you go on this date with this girl where are you going I haven't even planned it, but I think they, they just messaged me saying if I want half a half a fancy fish burger. Wow, what's a fancy fish burger? It's like a fish sandwich, but it's fancy. I don't know. And they use they, she used the term twice, fancy. So it's a specific term terminology. Is it a brand? And, no, I doubt it. I, I think that's just what it's been uh, decided to <laughs> describe. <Okay. laughs> just say yeah. Yeah, I said I'm down. I'm Is down she going to pay that. for the meal? The ramen. Oh, dude, it was tough, too, at the school when we were feeding the kids. Oh, oh, I, wanted to, I wanted to eat their pizza. I wanted to eat that pizza. And like, they didn't give you any? Nah, they awesome. gave me an hour break to find food, and I I just sat, I laid down on, on like this, on this, on some like kind of park, not really like the side. It's like a sidewalk park thing. I just lied down there, uh, but then my but then I got to eat a cupcake. Someone was like, oh, well, it was like a cupcake, like a three day old cupcake. They're like they let they gave this to me for a birthday. Do you want? It? And I just ate it like. <laughs> well, it sounds like a cool job, and I hope it goes well. Dude, I really hope so too. I hope I, I hope it doesn't drain me out. If they don't reimburse me for that background check and uh, physical I had to take, I'm gonna be so pissed. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be close to being like, yeah, don't schedule me. Like, cause they're already asking if they can schedule me more days, and I'll be like, yeah, if you're not gonna pay me the four hundred bucks, yeah, don't even schedule anymore. I'm just gonna make better. Like, I'll take. I'll just keep the three days. <laughs> what are the, what was the physical they made you take? Uh, they wanted to make sure I was vaxxed and stuff, and oh. then they gave me fucking uh, chickenpox vaccine, and okay. they gave me a whooping cough vaccine. But I was like, how are you vaccinating me for fucking chickenpox for effing chickenpox again? Like, I was you vaccinated me already. And they like they did blood work on me. They took like two vials of blood out of me, and then and then they showed me like the map, and like it's like if you're if you were you should get a point oh eight or point eight on this test, uh, but you got a point six, so that means like you got to take another. And I I almost want to ask, can I get like half a dose of, of a chickenpox vaccine? Then I'm like so close to being mm -hmm. fully back, and I had it. I got this when I was a child. I'm still yeah. so pretty much immune. Can I like give you give me a small one? But like and like this like doctor was so the first I had to come in twice. The first doctor was so cool, didn't care, just wanted to give me the stamp. I just had to get a stupid stamp on the thing to get a job. And that's what mm -hmm. the doctor wanted to do. But he was like, I have to, he was like, he was trying to just be like, should we just like, but he was like, we'll do the blood work and you come in tomorrow. Then the next day, the teacher, the the doctor, totally someone else, and was like, "Yeah, so I was looking at this, what this guy wrote, and like, I'm wondering, like, should we also give you like a like a, a whooping cough vaccine too?" And like, I'm just like, 
I mean, if you say I have to get it, like, like, uh, sure, give me two vaccines uh, at once. Why not? Mm -hmm. And then, like, and I had the audacity to ask her, like, so is this like a dead virus vaccine? Like, is that what I'm getting? And like, the the room, like, the tension, like, the room is like went like for a second, and and I knew, like, I thought it was just like <laughs> anything anyone would ask. Uh, and like they immediately saw it and they were like, oh, this person is vaccine hesitant. Like we have a vaccine hesitant person here. And it's like, no, I'm asking what you're injecting into me, dude. Like, yeah. like, and she was like, well, actually, no, the chicken pox vaccine is a living virus. It's alive in there. And, but then she didn't tell me about what's in the other vaccine. And it's like, if you think I'm curious, I didn't ask you what's in the chicken pox. I was like, what vaccines are these and like mm -hmm. only told me one of them like she didn't want to obviously just why not give me informed consent like i don't understand yeah. like tell me why don't they do this every time when they inject you like this is what's in it here's the ingredients like we're just going to give you this much here's like here's the studies that we yeah. have like want to look at it like i have this brochure i showed it to everybody um is there someone there uh no my uh my computer says low battery because oh, uh, this is max only have one port and so like to plug in the webcam i uh, have to unplug the charger because the other port is plugged into the monitor so that monitor is not the one that is already in the office like do you already have your own thing uh so i got this macbook here and then there's this monitor this is my friend's monitor and so me and him share the space and like then there's like more space out there that other people use and that has something to do with why i can't really like talk about it more not that it's relevant to us but it doesn't he they, they just don't want to have like it being known or that like i use this for and it's not all just writing i'm not just here writing you know i keep my i keep my financial documents here i just use it as an office and like i like to get out of the house so like and also i don't have like sometimes i don't have like a place so mm -hmm. like it's cool to have like a place I can work even if I'm just like crashing or something, you know. Is it Talon? Um, <laughs> no, I would definitely be bragging more if I was at so Talon's office in New York City, even though he lives in Hawaii. <laughs> he lives in Hawaii. I think so. I think he still lives there. Oh. Uh, He's like super rich. I I hear he's not. I hear. I hear like he, I don't know how he got the Hawaii thing, but yeah. what's going on? My, phone, my computer's not working. I'm just trying to see how many minutes I got on this bad boy. But maybe we could, maybe we should end it before it just ends like abruptly, or even though the abrupt end would be like last cool time, where it just like ended. Did that happen last time? Yeah, with emoji clip, it just like everything just shut off. Oh, wait, that did happen, actually. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a nice one. Well, yeah, we don't have to redo it, I guess. We already did that. What uh, last words would you like to say? Um, so, yeah, Mike Crumps or Dean Kiss Kiss were the two people Who that the fuck probably... Is Cr the Crumps guy? Uh, he's a dude that auto-canceled himself recently. He like he's been writing on the Substack about like the Dime Square scene and going to parties and stuff. And like I wrote a 
I or I chat GPT a fake news article where he was arrested for human trafficking. And chat GPT did a pretty funny thing where they made it a uh, uh, trafficking, uh, like illegal social media content, getting people to write his social media content uh, and not paying them. And that's what the trafficking charge because he did, he went through state <laughs> through states to do it. <laughs> and funnily enough, uh, it almost was pre- it almost predicted what he then he gets like criticized for like basically plagiarizing and like uh, taking like people's like labor or something and being basically a shitty guy or something to like oh. girls or like nothing at all but he just like decides to like auto cancel like ahead of the allegations and then later be like oh the allegations that came from it are actually not what i was originally like uh canceling myself for and it's like so you're gonna try and beat it and then be like oh they're actually alleging stuff in response to my cancel not not the other way around and uh it was just funny but i totally like and so i totally think uh mike crumbs probably was a retaliatory thing to me or dean kiss kiss because he um because i mean i i called him out on the fake british accent or at drill uh because that little loser who no one bought his book on amazon uh he uh he blocked me which is hilarious this dude with whatever follower account uh for some reason blocked me on twitter just like very uh just suspiciously right before i got reported and or or got banned for the report or whatever so uh and i screenshotted it it's true that he totally blocked me which is so silly like yeah i was making fun of him like six months to a year ago i don't know why he decided to block me so recently uh and it goes to show that like you know having a huge follower account doesn't mean you're not like uh insecure and yeah uh, or funny. i mean all these people are gonna be out of twitter pretty soon because oh yeah guy's, maybe maybe you're gonna make us pay for everything and people are gonna jump off and quit twitter <laughs> yeah there's gonna be no one on there i know i don't there, i want i hope i wish the internet would go back to what it used to be where you just like went on forums you found and then like, cause there was so much good content. People forget that. And also you can't Google search engines don't even work anymore. Yeah. Like that's a crazy thing. It's like, if you use yandex.com, it's a, a Russian search engine. It actually works. It's like actually awesome. Like you can search anything. It's going to be the first result, what you want. Not just like see random like, shit. yeah, random shit and like media, like literal, yeah. like old mainstream media um other final words so yeah the twitter ban the yeah so i'm off all social media no one can get a hold of me no instagram media no Hmm? facebook technically i'm inactive on facebook so it's similar similarly basically twitter was my only social i realize now i'm posting stories more now but i like to say i'm banned off social media because it makes uh it's a more blanket more statement. More hardcore. Yeah, it's more hardcore. And, uh, and, uh, you want to go to mine? 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, and this bad boy, read this bad boy, the, the word of God, uh, without a doubt, says it in the book itself. 
Oh, should I just read a song from the Quran? Uh, so you can't jerk off? I honestly, I said, I promised myself today I would never do it again. So I'll well, see there you if go. I can do it. So I did a true. Basically, that's what I did today. Congratulations. I did a Dio's not going to jerk off anymore, guys. And it's, it's a good celebration. For you to do it. Uh, porn is exploitive. You know, Wait, we what? Don't, we, porn is exploitive, but like uh, exploitative. But uh, what if the person is choosing to do it? And you're supporting them, and they're yeah, it's still exploitative. It's just like, but I mean, I'm saying all work is, but you know, what if but they're exploiting themselves? Different. Hmm? If they're exploiting themselves to have their own job outside of a regular job, and you're supporting them, who's supporting it? I don't know. Oh, but uh, I mean, I think like, yeah, they're being they're It's a it's a different type of exploitation. You know, that's why mm-hmm. like, dude, there's a re- like there's a reason why um, like having like certain like porn images is like against the law. It's like the, like people like or like why uh, murderers take pictures of like like they're like like victims and stuff like there's a type of like imagery like take something from the person you know and like like their soul uh, or their heart or their eyes yeah and like um if you murdered someone what would you take from their body um i think i'd be one i'd be the the type of person that leaves something like leaves like the oh that's nice leave them a gift Yeah. yeah or i leave pennies over the eyes oh that's funny I forgot where that's from. You know that that's a reference to something. My computer. Do you know the guy that would like he would take people's nipples and like make it, put them on his doorbell. Oh, is that Ted Ed Gein? Yes, Ed Gein. Gein? Yeah, he inspired the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's kind of cute. I think that's funny for murderer to do. That's creative. And then he would make gloves out of people's like their hands. Oh yeah, and like uh, he I think he made like lampshades. And like, uh, yeah, all sorts of stuff. But like, I guess but uh, it's, the... it's creative to take people's hands and then you make gloves out of them. I mean, that's kind of ironic. Very meta. It was very yeah. meta. He's a creative know, serial killer. Yeah, and honestly, you don't really get that that much, you know. I was I was just reading about the Golden State Killer again. <gasps> I love that, that guy. Dude, it's crazy that they thought he was like four people. And then, and then one day they were like looking at it and shit, and they're like, and stuff, and they were like, uh, "This dude is just one dude, like, yeah. like all And then they were like, "Oh shit!" And it's like, in one way, that's like, tra- it's like crazy to hear, but in one way, also, it's like kind of like at least there's less bad. Like, it's not like you're dealing with like four bad people; it's just one bad mm-hmm. person. And like, and then the fact that they caught this dude because like his like probably like nephew three times removed like 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 half a half a century later like it went to 23 and me <laughs> oh yeah yeah and then uh and then the best part is like so once they found out it was him because they were like okay uh this dude's this dude's fucking nephew a million years later what who in his family lived in the areas at the time and they found him and they started surveilling him for like weeks and then when they arrested him, they like he starts to like walk around looking like this, oh, yeah. like 
or the news like like the, the da like in the press conference is, is just like yeah he's doing this like all like dementia ridden old man thing it's like we were surve- surveilling him he was on jet skis he was going out he was living life <laughs> they're like make no doubt about it we are ruining this guy's fun like <laughs> okay we have five minutes i'm gonna list off random people's names and just list the first word that you think of when I say their name. Okay. All right. Lee C.K. Shaw. Epic. Uh, Oscar. Based. You say base? Based. Like based God. What does that mean? All right. Uh, based means like you, uh, like you are, you like, it's a powerful it's a powerful characteristic where you are, it's like, you can, you, you just like, you know, you're not, you're not influenced by other people. You do your own thing. Like, yeah, he definitely is that. All right. Uh, Maggie Lee. Uh, very nice. Uh, Sarah Jean Alexander. Uh, cool. Ben Fama. Uh, Ooh, can that be a word? Sure, <laughs> just moaning. Ooh, shy, shy Watson. Shy, hi, shy. She doesn't even know me. She's not gonna listen to this. Uh, Elizabeth Ellen. Oh, uh, Elizabeth Ellen. I read one of her books, and it was actually good. Uh, what did she run? Did she do? Did she she does Hobart. Was that Elizabeth Ellen? Uh, I read one of her books. I've had my issues with Hobart. I haven't always liked everything they've done. This is a long word. Well, I feel like uh, a lot of people feel that way. I mean, some yeah. people disagree and some people agree. Yeah. And, I, and the aesthetic of it, I mean, I've given up trying to get published on there. Uh, I've, I've submitted enough. And, uh, I don't always like the editor. <laughs> I don't like the, I don't always like the crew that's aligned. Uh Who's uh, the crew now? The crew now is like Unity. Uh, oh, really? Steven. It's Unity. Unity's cool. I haven't. Uh, I've only. They're just a Twitter friend, but I like Unity. Uh, no, I think that was like in the past and stuff. So what, really you, what word for Unity? Ooh, Unity. I don't say cool, but that no. Let me think of a better one. Uh, uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm thinking of trolly ones, but uh, do it. Say it. No, did Unity? Unity published a short story with the N word in it. Isn't that true? Uh, yeah. And I asked them right. about it and got written in an autofiction piece about really. It. And they really? read it. Yeah. And I felt very. It's kind of cool to be written about in an autofiction piece. It was a pretty good story. Oh. I liked it. I th- I think they should have published it. Whoa! I might edit this out because we just <laughs> we just followed each other back after like a year of like. <laughs> there was so see, now you'll edit that one. It's about you, but I bet you nothing I say is going to be edited out. But you know, I've been. That's why I, I've been, I'm fine with everything. I stand by everything I said. Why don't want Unity getting pissed at me again after like an entire year of us like? There's just tension between each other, but now we're like cool again. Oh really? Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but did yeah, you listen actually, to the? Was... Did you listen to the episode? Is that why you brought that up? 
Uh, no, actually, I literally just like kind of read that short story. I like, I don't even think I read the whole thing, but I think I, I remember. I definitely went really got controversial. I read it and I never heard anything. I didn't like look at like any comments or anything. Well, you know, it was okay. So Unity published that on uh, Forever Mag. And then once they realized that Unity right. wasn't black, Unity wasn't black, they took it down. And then it got put up on Misery uh, Tourism. That's so funny. Whoa, that's hilarious. I had no idea about that. That makes my day. Actually, I, I'm going to revisit it, you know. But, you know, I, I told myself I never would, but forgive me, God, I'm going to have to revisit that N-word story after after this new context has been. Because now it's part of the lore. So. I'm going to try <laughs> to have the guy, the guy on who runs that and then ask him if he can still take it down. Even though Forever. the magazine's... The Mac, no, not Forever Mag, but Misery Tourism. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. It's Misery still, Tour. it's not even publishing anymore. Yeah, I vaguely recall the name. Uh, Will Dura. He runs. Oh out. wait, they they decided not to put out. No, he. Maybe. It's up. It's up. Oh, it's still up. Oh, okay. That's but where the it's the magazine doesn't publish stories anymore. Yeah. But there's a reading. They do readings every Friday at seven, and I usually go to those. But I'm here with you instead of over there they oh, do shit. transgressive writing you should like clock in and check you should like Is read it there it's every oh. friday at seven and they it's a big uh zoom thing they do oh I had no that's idea. where i met that's where i met Gigi and i met other people like unity and oh. like their after parties they do after parties and like i've stayed up with like Gigi and some other people for to like five in the morning just like hanging out with them that sounds awesome. That sounds like early all lit stuff on Tiny Chat. Mm -hmm. And that was like an awesome time. Because that still felt like early internet and stuff. I guess that really is it. I've been trying to write more about... I love like things on like... Uh, I love like writing about Tiny Chat conversations. That's one of the like all lit tropes I still always like. Or like just or like webcam conversations and books. Because yeah, like what Maggie was talking about. Oh, really? Yeah, that was like one of her notable things that she was talking about was talking to people in tiny chat and i like mm -hmm. i had no idea what that was because i had never done that oh really i love yeah. i mean and i was like because before also there was a thing yahoo had uh like stick cam i no no that wasn't that one wasn't owned by yahoo but there was a site called stick cam and then i think it was called like yahoo live or maybe but it, yahoo live had a very interesting format it's like you had your main channel and then you had like your like and people could log into your channel, but then like everyone that logs in, their thing becomes their own main channel. And so they could have viewers that are just watching them independently and not like part of the thing that they're on or something. Weird. Huh? Uh, but I had a, I like, I had a, uh, uh, I might have to go. Uh, but What'd anything she text else, you? I gotta. Huh? What'd she text you? You just were looking down at your phone. Oh yeah, um, that they're leaving now. Um. Oh, and they're going to a bar. What bar? Friends bar. I'm asking which one. So I love this play-by-play. -play. I hope I hope she I hope I hope they don't see us talking. What's your favorite bar to go to? 
Um, and I, I haven't been able to go out much because of the ID thing and money now. Uh, but where have I? So when I was living with Mar and Chariot, uh, I'd go to Coyote Club, which is like in Bed-Stuy, like center Bed-Stuy. It's just like a small little bar that well, honestly wasn't even that good. It was just around the corner. But it started, we started doing a lot of stuff there. Uh, I, you know, I like like 169 Bar, which is kind of like a Dime Square bar. It's like nearby Dime Square. Uh, but that one I've had fun at just because every time I go there, people i get into my friend get into a fight with somebody or like we get kicked out last time we brought water guns and we were just like squirting them around and like this one couple like totally started a fight with like my friend's girlfriend and like got like them kicked out but then like they started just dancing in front of the window like mockingly in front of them and like they came back out and started like being physical it was so oh. funny and then and then they got sprayed as soon as like she came out the door to fight like she got sprayed again with the water gun it was so funny what was the water uh, gun what kind was it like a nerf water gun? Uh, no just some dollar store ones we got and we were taking all throughout summer we were taking them and just driving around and shooting people like with the water gun from the car like doing drive-bys oh my god uh, i'd be careful man that would scare yeah, me like someone oh, yeah. would think it's a real gun Oh, and then we started doing water balloons instead of water guns. That's when, and we would go like to uh, outside of like bars. Like we would like slowly drive up to like bars with outdoor seating and then just start throwing like, and That's I got awesome. this one, one, this one outside of car, I think it was Carmela, Carmelo's. It's just like such a that's such a lame bar that a bunch of people go to. I like they were sitting outside. I chucked two and hit two tables full of people. And then, like, we just sped off. There were bouncers outside too, so I was just like, "Fuck it, they can't, they can't chase." Like, and like, when before we do it, I'll we'll always be like, like to my friend driving, I'm like, "Make sure you're ready to like accelerate. We can't like do it with traffic in front of us because if we are stuck there, yeah, <laughs> like, that was so much fun in this uh, this summer. That was probably the highlight for me this summer. Um, That'd be fun to hang out with you. Just go do. Yeah, silly we try. Shit. That's I try. I try to. I try to troll. I try to. I. We do. Uh, there's a Trump clip where he's like, "It's called we do a little trolling." It's called. <laughs> it's my favorite quote from Trump. It's like, Why don't you like called... record these and then put them on YouTube? Huh? Why don't you like record it and put it on YouTube? You just want to like enjoy well, life. Oh, um, I tried filming it. Uh, I put there's like some clips on TikTok, but. Uh, it's hard to get a good angle. My phone, like, you need wide-angle lenses. And I got, mm -hmm. I got this GoPro, which now I bought. I got an Amazon card to get twenty percent off. But then I did mm -hmm. like uh, pay monthly six dollars a month. And so the last month I wasn't able to make that six dollar payment, and now I owe like an another hundred dollars in late bullshit. Yeah, so I don't even know. I might even call them, but they, I know they're going to be terrible to me to add. And I'm just going to be like, bro, like, this is fucked up. Like, like I'll pay you some, maybe. Like, can you do? Can you do something? Like, what are you? Like, this is just like, it's, it's like interest is a, is a, such a crime, you know, against God. Uh, what would Mohammed say about you throwing water balloons at people? <laughs> uh...
I don't know. What did Muhammad think about pranks? Let's look it up. I like that you don't, you're not really strict, but you know all about it. And you still follow everything. But you still have fun. It, doesn't, it hasn't like radically changed you, but it's like spiritually like inspiring you. 